Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, how many times did you watch that video of that man get slept five times for saying the N-word in the restaurant? I watched it at least 100 times. I guarantee you I did. I got 100 more with me too. Welcome back to another episode of the Governor Podcast. Your checks and balances is social commentary. Two halves to make one whole, which is a complete asshole. Your podcaster's favorite podcast I had nothing else. My name is Cole Jackson. My name is Shogun. What's happening? We got this Kanye type beat. Yeah, man. Type beat seems to be the thing these it days. It is. Nobody... I, I, I like how Alchemist, his tag was Alchemist type, type beat. beat. Love it. Then it go to a switch and then beat. That's the <sighs> way to do things now. You I mean, you got to throw 16 beats in one. Six beats a week for three summers. He deserves to do these numbers. Y'all niggas is lazy. <laughs> Why you lazy? Y'all niggas is lazy. Right, that's Kanye. Type, Kanye said beats. that. He's tight. No, I'm talking oh, about the type, the type beats. <laughs> the type beats that we have I mean, to fuck if you with. can't find it, you got to find the type beat. Type beat. Sold for $50. Gr- Griselda type beat. They got everything. What's up, bro? How you been? How your week going? Man, what's happening? No, another week of government name podcast. Last was, week, hey, was I was trying to, I was trying to talk it over. <laughs> your fade, your fade, I was fucked up. <laughs> I was trying to talk over it, but you, you heard it. <laughs> this nigga be judging me on my face, I, man. I I'm could, a bald man. He judged my face. Right, right, come on, I caught it. I caught it. Don't worry, I do a abrupt fade out. So I'll, <laughs> I'll fix it, it in I'll, post. I kill that shit. I fix it in post. Oh I, I normally God. do. That's, That's why the terrible. beat be loud when it come back home. <laughs> it be two beats like, stacked on top of each other. Yeah, be like, yeah, I gotta double this up. Yeah. You can't tell. I know the rules of the game. Yeah, I edit all this. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds super smooth. It'll still be good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the beat and still be playing. Like, I was like, did we stop the beat? It like, <laughs> oh well. Yeah, it sound good. Sound good. Yeah, now nah, I do. Play it. Nah, man, it's been a it's been a smooth week. Uh, I ain't do. I did literally jack shit all week. It's all right. That's good. Yeah. So it's cheap. It's it's Korean made. What you expect? <laughs> Nothing but smooth sailing. That's good, man. Yeah. Do you you do anything exciting? Uh, I went to the office last all last week. Nice. I did have some uh interesting I had some interesting interactions this week. Okay. Which I don't understand. And I know we're in hard times right now. Everybody. So I, I went to Target, right? All right? I go to Target. Yeah. And I hear this loud ass music playing. 
In Target? Like, la- no, outside of Target. Oh, like, okay. Outside. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Where's this music from? No. <laughs> no. I was like, where's this music coming from? And so I'm driving around. Yes. Was it a Lyft pickup truck? No. Dang. Okay. Uh-uh. I'm like, where's this music coming from? So I drive around. I'm come out to still hear the music, drive around. So there's a there's a <laughs> there's a man with his two kids playing the violin with an amp. Huh. And his daughter's holding up a sign that says, need food for rent. Need need money for rent and food. I'm homeless, or I don't have. We don't have money to pay for this. So the first thing that goes through my mind is how you got a violin. How you got a violin? <laughs> yeah, I knew that was coming from. What you mean? I gotta provide for my family. Dog. Flip the violin. I can't give up my the, art. The, the, this is my the dream. The violin. I would think a violin would be expensive. Probably like two hundred dollars. That's food right there. I mean, but I need rent too. And then if you take that two hundred, put it in crypto. In 24 crypto hours, don't you'll be work straight. like that. When you pull it out, <laughs> that's the thing about crypto. Everybody well, had, say I got this money in crypto, but when you pull it out, he had two kids, so I know at least twice he did. You know he don't know how to pull it out. There <laughs> were two kids out there now holding the up the sign, like, so I already know what he did. Damn, daddy, they learned a hard lesson already. That's life. It's all right. I said, how the hell you need money for rent and food, and you got a whole violin out here in these streets? Something don't seem right. Let me ask you this: Did you donate? Hell no, you got a violin. <laughs> I knew that was coming. How the fuck you got a violin? I ain't even got a violin, nigga. I ain't got no instruments at my house. You got a whole violin out here in these streets. Mm-hmm. So why am I get, it's just suspect to me. You, you got, that, don't, that don't seem suspect? I mean, it's a little suspect. I don't know his situation, but at the same time, you, I see where you coming from. It's like, you got two kids and a violin, something don't add up. <laughs> and you out here playing for Stop playing for the money. violin so good, you won't have these kids. Well, he, I didn't say he was playing it good. Oh. And he got an amp. I mean, what was he hooking it up to? He had a battery or something? I don't know. So they not homeless. Like, they need rent money. I mean. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they on the verge. The rent money is what you playing on right now. Yeah, but they on the verge. You got an amp and a violin, bro. Yeah. You flip them. I know how to, I, I know how the pawn, <laughs> the pawn store works. What if that's his only means of making money right Shut now? Shut the fuck up. I'm don't just saying. Like, hey, we got to play devil's advocate, right? No. You already said that. Yeah, that does seem kind of funny. He has a violin and an amp and two kids. And it's two kids for me. And they out here holding up the sign hustling. I mean, the winning. sympathy would have got me. I would have been like, man, here you go. Where's the sim- what sympathy, bro? He got a whole sympathy violin. sympathy in my heart to give this man some money. He got two kids out here hustling. You don't look at the big picture or the full picture. What's the big picture? He got a violin and an amp. <laughs> That's just one element. That's not the big picture. I'm just saying, if he flipped that... <laughs> That's some money from somewhere. You should say, hey, bro, flip that violin because you suck playing. <laughs> then what are you going to do? Nothing. That's the problem. He ain't doing nothing. So he trying to get some money. You stopping so his you, only hustle. So you saying I should have donated? No, nah, I ain't said all okay. that. But I was just wondering I, if you did. I was just saying. I mean, if he, he need rent and food, damn, bro. He got food right there. Was he ki- playing the food. Was the kids clean? Yes. None of them. And that's the other problem I had. Nobody was dirty. Everybody had on clean clothes. I I got a second that. I have issues with homeless people when they clean. I'm like, you ain't that homeless. Yeah. You got all you got all clean clothes on. Your kids clean as hell. Maybe having like clean shoes. Like I have a problem if you out here begging for money and, and you got clean clothes. Clean, yeah. yeah. Why your shoes ain't dirty? Oh, they ain't even leaning. Yeah. You ain't even got no holes in the shirts, no nothing. Like dressed apart, my nigga. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you go if you gonna play me, dog, at least <laughs> be Denzel. <laughs> Go all the way, right? Full into it, right? Full contact. Yeah, I'm Turn sitting me down here. Just I'm, a I'm sitting up here. I'm sitting up here. I'm tripping. Yeah, I said you need to like you need to, but I you know, 
I didn't. I hope I, I was. <laughs> I didn't want to. How can I put it? Yeah, I didn't want to feed into the bullshit. That's bullshit to me. Did he have a social media or anything? No. <laughs> like some people, when they do it playing on the street, they have like follow me here. A social media handle. He had his daughter hold up a sign that says, she "We need, we need money for rent and food." Damn. Did he have a bucket? Yeah, so. Did it look like it was kind of full. Oh, I ain't go. I was driving. I, I drove past. I didn't walk past. There's a difference. <laughs> so he wasn't immediately outside of Target. He was on down. Like, he was in. The, he was in the area. Oh, in the like he was like, like yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. Like the between the two shopping centers, right? I got you. Playing. He wasn't even playing no tunes that I knew. I was like, man, he should be in like <laughs> Dwayne's yeah, brothers. Yeah, playing play Westside West Connection. <laughs> <laughs> something. Do you know some Trey songs? Give me something, Damn, man. Trey songs would have brought him in. Yeah, yeah. He said, "No, nah, I can't do this no more." Right. I got two kids. <laughs> mm. Going for three. Who want to go in love with Trigger? <laughs> I mean, what? Yo, it's it's rough out here for Trey songs, bro. What you talking about? This nigga been raping women. Okay, I didn't get the newsletter or something. Oh. I didn't know. <laughs> like the last one was kind of weird because it was like, "Yo, well, we want all like okay." <laughs> They left her as a John Doe, a Jane Doe, right? Right. But then they had the sum of money that she wanted for the court cases or yeah. whatever. Is, this, is that normal? Now that, yeah. They, they put they that out there say, I'm before. suing you for $3 million, yeah, but my name is not out here. Yeah. And I read some of it, and I don't get at I think I, I think it happened in the Cosby stuff uh, a couple times. Mm. A couple of those victims would want remain nameless, and they wanted to sue him for that kind of shit, too. I mean, I ain't no judge, nigga. So. Do you think he's... Okay, when I was reading this story, I didn't dive deep into this, so this isn't a topic. But That's fine. since we're talking about it, I'm bringing it up. In the story, it said that they were walking back to the room, mm-hmm. and they were going to have consensual sex. And once he got in the door, like in the room, mm-hmm. his whole demeanor switched. And he kind of went from, like, you know, asking to, like, forcing his way to into take it. it. Yeah, and he was <laughs> like, I want to have anal sex. And right. she said no, and he forced his way into it. This is where my mind is like, Trey Song's raping women? Man, he been a, man. He, Why are women still going? It seems like he had, he had allegations at least every year for the last five, six years. What is going on with this dude? Like, why is he still a, out in the streets? Because he Trey Song's and nigga can sing. I told, what, man, I told you on this podcast before. If you can sing, shit. you can get away with a lot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you, sometimes talent outweighs um, being morals. Okay. That's a nice way to adapt that. <laughs> it's hard work to be talent when talent has no work or something like that. All I know is if you were singing, nigga, you sometimes get away with a lot. Yeah. But he's been Y'all accused th- several times. Throw that nigga under the jail. Fuck him. Like, I think it, it, he keep getting away with it. I mean, well, okay. Let me stop real quick. He's been alleged. He's been alleged but nothing has ever sticked to him did he ever go to court for any of these he i probably i'm pretty sure he's they settled settling. Out. i'm pretty sure they sell it you shouldn't be able to settle out a court for a rape <laughs> like well the people that's like legal i mean the person who getting the settlement is saying yes like if they would go forward with it then Don't they ain't got nothing to worry problem? about yeah like no get your justice like the just just wait wait I'm not going to say justice should have a price because they want to hurt this guy or get some. Trey Songz done had allegations for a long man, time. Man, fuck Trey Songz. You know what I'm saying? I don't, it's just, just like that man with that violin. 
got no Alize. What? He he getting away with he getting away with shit. He get what? It takes a lot of pride I'm and pretty, demeanor to get I out get, there with a sign. And I your guarantee two you, I guarantee he left up out of that with at least seven hundred dollars. We need to hit the corner. What instrument can you play? I'm turning on beatbox. Drums. Me too. Get some drumsticks. First of all, he was he was Hispanic, so I know he came away with some money. You left a crucial part. I've never seen a Hispanic man playing the violin. See, now see that's how, probably see, me because I'm not as see how suspect as I that be. whole situation <laughs> that is was now. Extremely suspect. I thought they what's the little I'm a banjo? No, nah, not a nah. banjo. I don't know. It looked like a Maracas? violin in my. <laughs> like what? It looked like a violin in my head, but it's something else. A like fiddle? they do have. Is it is that the same thing? I'm gonna just let it go because okay. I don't know. And I'm the one being racist, so it don't know, matter. I'm trying to do better. I'm not. <laughs> I oh, know man. who I am. <laughs> Why wouldn't the kids? Mm. Mm. Yeah, the kids could have danced or something <laughs> out there. Something. Like they should have hit like a two step, but <laughs> they was out there holding the signs. Well, they knew they rolled. Or they were, well, the girl hold the sign and and his son was like, hey, like trying he was waving. Attention. Yeah. But a Mexican playing the violin is as much attention you possibly get. I ain't and seen that before. I'm pretty sure he got about so he left with seven hundred dollars. That's what's up. I'm happy for him. Rent paid. Situation number two, and I can't make this shit up. Mm-hmm. Gas station, gassing up. You know, gassing yeah. up, get some gas. Yeah. I, I go in. There's a guy standing next to the ice machine. Okay. Like, all right, that ain't nothing. That ain't nothing weird. You feel me? Just loitering. So he's he's standing next to ice and had crutches. <clears throat> right. So I walk in. Now I don't know if you've ever walked past somebody and you looked at them like you know they're gonna ask you something. Yeah. He looked at that like yeah, that. He's like, oh. I, right. I said he gonna wait. He gonna wait till. I said he Damn, gonna wait till I, I come out. To he do. gonna wait. He gonna wait till I come out. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I come out of the gas station <laughs> and the guy kind of scoots up. Said, hey man, hey, hey man, hey man, can you take me? Can you take me somewhere real quick? Nigga, I said what? no. <laughs> so I look, and he ain't got but one leg. So I'm like, how the hell you get here in the first place? You got one leg, bro. How you get here, and now you can't get back? I mean, he... I'm trying not Be to make honest. the joke. <laughs> <laughs> you got one leg, cuz. How you get here? You no, know, he get around. He hopped around. He hopped a ride. Now you, know you need me to give you a ride to get back where you at. Hey, that's how he got there. That's some bullshit. Why, why is that bullshit? He got one leg, nigga. And he need help, nigga. Assistance. How'd he get here? He, who 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 did he call this day? You who, think he walked away? You damn right I don't. Well, that's the reason he don't want to walk back, nigga. <laughs> I said, I he only got don't. one leg. I said, okay. I don't. <laughs> got one leg. Who the fuck you talk to? was like, hey, man, just drop me off at this gas station. I'll find a ride That's back. desperation. Shut up, bro. Don't do that. That's what it is. Don't do that. You're going to leave a one-legged man behind. How you Look get you. here? I don't know. How you get here? He damn sure didn't walk over there. Well, do you know. He chilling in the gas station. The man trying to go home. He going to the only safe place for him. <laughs> he didn't say home. He said drop me off somewhere. Well, That ain't home, bro. Well, maybe he ain't got no house. Oh, so he with the Mexican man with the violin? Maybe so. See all these people looking for help? That's God trying to talk to you. And you turning it down. That's what that is. <laughs> That's what that is. Yeah. He tried to show So you would have took him for a ride where he needed to go? I mean, I would have talked to him for a little bit to get a better understanding. <laughs> I ain't saying no. You ain't watched the tennis winners yet, so that's your problem. I knew about that. <laughs> a one-legged man asking me for a ride don't make no this sense This sounds like a me. great joke. Where's it going? Where's the punchline? 
the one-legged man is stuck where he is is the punchline. Because he sure didn't get the way he needed to go with me. So how'd you say no? I, I didn't. You said too low. <laughs> threw, them, threw them deuces up. <laughs> they kept on walking. Wow, look how insensitive you are. You going to show two fingers up in his face? He hey. got but one leg? What'd he do to get, hey, what'd he do to get that one leg? I don't know. That's why you're asking for eyes now. See how you turn now? You could have that could have been your He might have lost his leg hitchhiking somewhere else. Somebody might cut a leg off. Why trust me? I ain't trustworthy. I might take your other leg, bro. I might Maybe you it. look like a trustworthy guy. Nah, bro. Don't do that. He ain't like he gonna kick your ass. Don't. He might. <laughs> With one leg? I watched the tennis swindle. Oh damn. <laughs> I just wanted to know how he got there. That's all I wanted to know. You got You could have asked him. Yeah, if I asked him for the story, Man, then I, I feel like I owe him well, a ride. Let me tell you about it. I would have talked to him. I know you would have. I definitely would have talked to him in the car while I was driving to wherever you're trying to go. Yeah, that's something I would have did. Mm-mm-mm. Where we going? Mm-mm. Yeah, I need you to take me just down the road. You standing outside next to the miles, ice machine. 60 miles later. Oh, he was outside? Yeah. Oh, that's even different. I thought he was inside that no, place. No, my man. He's standing outside waiting on somebody to take him for a ride. Damn, that's rough. For who? Him? Oh yeah, because he ain't getting He's like. I mean, eventually he got there. I'm sure. <laughs> he had crutches, so I know. Eventually, yeah, you gotta he have health care to get crutches. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> so he got money. Uh, them crutches look mighty new to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was he was he wearing like baggy pants? Was he wearing baggy pants? Yeah, like extremely baggy. I guess so. Because I seen some people, they had their other leg like tied up into a knot. He had it flipped over with the with the uh, oh, so he was with the safety pin. With yeah, he was official with it. Yeah, yeah, huh? yeah, with the safety pin. Nah, man, it's God trying to talk to you. And you just saying nah. Is dude. that what God telling? What yeah. God trying to tell me? Hey, help out these less fortunate people. Mm. And what you do? <laughs> Turn the other way. I'm sorry, God. Kept going. Uh, hey, sometimes you got to do what you got to do, man. You know what he said? I don't trust. The, I, I don't trust said, nobody. What about them times you only saw one set of footprints? It was that man. Don't ever do that. It was that man. Don't do that. Don't do that. I was bro. stretching, bro. Don't do that. That's terrible. <laughs> just one hole. <laughs> Three footprints. I just want to know how you get. Hey, people who, who beg for rides, how do you get to the places that you are at is in that, the beginning? Is that our demographic? It, 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 it is. Ride better. Like, people be at the Dollar Tree, like, hey, man, can you give me a ride back to, like, the city? No, bitch. How you get here? How did you get here? Damn, man. Show us your privilege. That ain't privilege, dog. You, you got cars and shit. Gas. And How roof. did they get there? Somebody else was nice. The first time, the first story, the story I always be, man, I got over here, man. I just need a ride to get back home. Yeah. Nah. Nah. You got to, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Carry you a knife or something with you. Oh, I keep something on me. Yeah. That way but they try I, to do something. I go to jail. Cause I ain't, I'm not, I'm not stabbing to hurt. I'm stabbing to kill. Yeah, you're probably right. Times are a little different. People are, people are weird. Like I got a lot of weirdness that's going on. There was a dude. I went and got my my ID renewed, and uh, there was a guy with some crutches at the like the DMV. DMV. And you know the DMV makes you stand in that long ass line, but mm-hmm. with COVID, they make you stand outside in the long ass line. It was super freezing cold. But once we got inside the building. Then they put you in these chairs to sit down in the chair in the long ass line. And then every time that somebody got called, you would have to shift down the chair to move to the next one. I'm like, isn't yeah. this spreading COVID too? Because we're touching all these surfaces. Quick question. How do you, wasn't it weird that you still had to pay with cash? Yeah. They was like, yeah, you can use that ATM. I said, nah, my bank right there. I saw, I went and got my. They tried to give me like that too. No. Nah. I was like, that fee what, 750 
Yeah, for the ATM? <laughs> yeah. Nah, I ain't even look at it. I was like, fuck that. That ain't my bank. <laughs> that, I don't trust it. That, that, that no name ATM. Right. You might copy my card, nigga. <laughs> anytime, anytime an ATM just got ATM on it, I already know. Yeah, that's at least $10 yeah. <laughs> coming out off top. Um, no, nah, it was just a stupid process. Like, if they really want to help out people in these communities, they should just hire more people to work in the DMV. Like, that whole scenario is just a time-consuming process for no reason. You tried to do it online? I I did initially, but then I was like, oh, I need to get the star on my license. And so I said, I'm going to go down to the thing so I can get the star on my license. They ain't give me no star. They ain't give me no star either. <laughs> I just wasted all damn day. Dirty bitches. <laughs> no, you got to set up an appointment and have like a whole bunch of different documentation. It's like pre-check for your ID. Just let us travel. I mean, nine eleven is done. Like we we're, we we're way past that now. Yeah, literally are. I don't know. It is what it is. I, I yeah, I don't like having to have a star to be able to travel the United States. I don't America. even know if that's what the star's for. I I never really knew. I the, just it said oh, it was built for more security. I'm like, all right. Yeah, but now nah, my week's been super. Thanks crazy. TSA. TSA, we, we appreciate it. Lord of Jesus. Um. So there's a couple things I watched on TV. You oh, don't mind well, getting into that? Well, before you do that, hold on. Right. Finish up my week. I, oh, yeah. I thought you had some more stories about your week, but nah, my weeks. Uh, what? So this, be on the lookout. This this past weekend, I actually sat down with uh, Hakeem Skitwith, uh, DJ, and Dolo, and we did a deciphered with. Um, we did a deciphered. Now, deciphered is a series about taking specific albums and breaking them down and just talking about different things that's a part of the album. So this weekend, I was with them to do the blueprint. Now, I don't know when the episode, because it's visual and it's audio, I don't have a date yet. Um, Hakeem never gave me a, uh, a date, but he's a part of uh, Decipher Media, and he's been doing a lot of stuff like Tales of the Tape, and he's done a Decipher before, which is uh, Nas, one of Nas's albums. Hmm. So he's gonna they're going to do this series all year, and I think I'm signed up for three of them. And this was the first one I did. Pretty, it was a pretty. The concept's pretty cool. Conversations was great. Um, we had a great time doing it. Uh, so if you guys get an opportunity, I'll let you know when it drops on on this podcast. But it'll be on their YouTube and it'll be um, on their their RSS feed for their podcast. The best way to catch it is on their YouTube page. And what's the name of the? It's group? called Deciphered. Deciphered, like cipher, just with a D E in front of it. Decipher, like deciphered. Oh, okay. Deciphered. So, um, interest. It was an interesting conversation. We we had it was went way longer than it was supposed to because mm-hmm. we actually started getting into different, um, like different aspects about why this album was important and the cultural relevance of it and the 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 biggest debate that everybody's ever had, which went way deeper than it was supposed Just to. Just Blaze versus Kanye. Nope. Did Eminem watch Jay on that Renegade? On oh, Renegade, song. actually, Royce watched Eminem well, and Jay Z. We talked about we talked about the mystery behind him getting dropped from the song, also, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. What was okay? We'll have to wait for the episode to catch the there mystery. You go. Yeah, but that was probably the biggest one of the bigger debates about that album was uh, Eminem. The people saying that Eminem watched Jay on the on that song was that his. I don't want to call it the breakout album, but was that the one that cemented him as the guy? So at that time when he dropped that album, 
he was actually fighting, not fighting, but at that time, people was like, who's the king of New York? Who's the king of New York still? Mm-hmm. Um, he was still fighting off Biggie stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so when he dropped this, this basically solidified him being the king of New York as far as rap is concerned and nobody being able to touch him. And then Ether happened. And then, yeah, and then <laughs> Ether came out. And it, but um, a lot of people would say that uh, the Hard Not Life album mm-hmm. was the one volume that kind of, yeah, volume two. A lot of people say volume two would be the one that kind of was like, this dude's serious, and we need to take him serious. It, it it changed. Like, you could tell that his production was different. His his Everything was bigger. It was in a much larger scale. And then the stuff that he was talking about was culturally relevant. Like, it just struck a chord with everybody. Yeah. I like, think the most said thing yesterday was, checked all the boxes, and I hate that phrase now. I mean, there's a lot of boxes that need to be checked, especially when it comes to music, because I'm going to talk about Crit, and Yeah. I don't think he checked enough boxes for me. <laughs> but that was my week. That's yeah, all I had. You had a good-ass week, bro. You was out there. Yeah. It Feels good. Man. Feeling like we're getting back to some type of normalcy. Hell no. <laughs> I said we'll never be back. Because I ain't even talk about my Target trip and nothing being in Target. But yeah. I mean, like We got the truckers to thank for that, I guess. It, I went in. I was like, because I usually go to Publix to get I was like, you know what? Target should have what I'm looking for. What was you looking for? Just some food, man. Target's like, Target's like, food. We missed the target. <laughs> we ain't got it. No, nah, we ain't got that. Shit. We ain't got no food that you're looking for. Hey, man. So it's it's crazy out here. Yeah. Like, like people <laughs> talking about normalcy. I'm like, it ain't normal to for everything to be oh, super expensive and then under <laughs> stocked. Right. No, I think that is the the most normal thing out is that nothing's normal. Mm. You know, it's always mm. been changing. Like, I, I I keep jumping ahead, but I watched this movie, and this movie stemmed from like the 1940s to the 1980s. So much happened in that short time period. Mm. That is just what, well, not even 1980s, but like the 1960s. Like, so much happened in those 20 years that just like, whoa, mm. the world just flipped upside down. That's typical. Yeah. I think yeah. we're going through one of those metamorphoses <clears throat> right now. The world is changing. We might not even realize it, but we're in the midst of it. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's the, like the the va- <clears throat> the um, the virus changed has changed everything. The virus has changed a lot, bro. Yeah, it's it's a it's a nine eleven effect. Yeah, we got we got cures for sickle cell now, and cures for uh, I think cancer or HIV. Magic Johnson came up with the all of this stuff was in the news last week. He came, week. he came, he gave some of his blood out. Hey, go ahead, Magic. Might he might be the new Henrietta Lacks, <laughs> <laughs> or he could be the new motherfucker doing the Tuskegee experiments. Who knows? Hey, we don't know. I ain't talking about COVID, but it's a lot going on, man. It's, the world's definitely shifting, so it's cool. Dope. Where are you going? <laughs> I don't have anything to really talk about. Oh, I thought you were going to talk time. about the crit album. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can get into crit. Uh, I didn't like it. <laughs> I am probably judging it. I am probably judging it way too early and way too harshly. I'm probably too loud. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell if it was me or you. Just it's probably me. me. Okay. I'm judging it too early and too harsh, but for what I want out of Big Crit, this ain't it. Mm. Like, there's no raps. 
Like, I need my country rap tunes. That's what I go to Big Crit for. Mm. And I don't know what he was trying to do with this album. Like, he didn't say, this is my experimental R&B album. He said, this is my new album. So I'm like, yo, Crit here. Finna listen to some Crit. Can't wait. Press play. That cover look kind of odd. Digital Roses don't die. Man, maybe doing some Valentine's Day love type stuff. He explained what Digital Roses is on 85 South Show. Oh, really? On 85 South Show. But not on the album, right? Not on the, the subject matter that I'm listening to. Not on the thing that I'm, you know, trying to support him by listening to. You wanted the intro? Digital Roses. I wanted an understanding of what the fuck I'm listening to. In love, man. With who? It ain't his audience. I don't know. Nigga, you put out an album with no my sub. Check and them I said, boxes. I said that on, on I said that on the 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 podcast last night on that decipher. I was like, I told Crick, don't you ever come out with an album without my sub ever saying. again in your life. Check the fucking box. Like I need this. Maybe we're. <laughs> That's what I said too. I said it. Maybe we are self-serving fans, though. Yes. Maybe we are being very selfish. But you know why? Because he trained me this way. <laughs> you put out five projects. More all than five, that. All five. I'm about to rip my mic off. <laughs> all five of these projects, more, have a sub song on my there. Sub. Sub. I need the sub, bro. You got to give me this. Look, look, summer's right around the corner. I need some country rap tunes to be quaking in the streets. Yeah, there's man. two songs on this album that I like out of like eighteen. Two? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you don't like none of them. <laughs> <laughs> I was. That's surprising. Because <laughs> I can tell you, <laughs> it's one for sure. One possibly. This is a bad Andre three thousand album. Like he like, I didn't finish the eighty five South uh, episode. You know why? Because it's boring. Crit has no personality on the show. Well, when him and Carlos was going back and forth about stuff that go on mm-hmm. in Mississippi, I thought that was cool. that was great. That and was I was great. like, well, I can come back to this. But this I, is re- I really want, I wanted him to talk about the album and uh, get a better understanding of why. Uh, did you watch the whole thing? Man, I watched the whole thing and, and I said he there never talked like, about the album. No, he definitely talked about it. I'm talking about it's in the stores right now. Go listen to it. But he also said what the album is is a digital rose. They don't die. It's a photo. He's saying that roses, like Andre Three Thousand said, you know, is when your family shows up and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But the photos that you have that are now being digitized are now the roses. Yeah. So there's a story of the image Inch, and yeah. the story of who's taking the picture and all that. He was like, man, I remember when I came over that lab and you was yeah. doing this. And right. I was like, that's cool. I that's like that. That's dope. How is that translating to the music? <laughs> <laughs> I like the love songs. The love sound, like sonically, the album sounds great. It's just bad when you say it's a big crit album. This is a great. He just- rapping on it though. Where? Two songs. He rapping on it. So technically, that it is his album. Well, don't do this again. <laughs> Crit coming to town. I looked at them tickets like, nah. Yeah, bro. Like I seen that, <laughs> and then I listened to the album. I was like, is he performing this though? You know he go. Eh, he can't do just that. You can't pack a show and then have just this new soft stuff. I, I, I think I'm gonna still go. I kind of want to go. They $27, but I was like, I bro, you don't deserve go. these $27. Where you going to be at? Iron, uh, yeah, Iron City. You know, I, Iron City always be great. I think I still might go. Yeah. As long as it ain't the whole thing ain't this. PJ Morton's supposed to be coming. Iron City? Mm-hmm. I think about Isn't it. Isn't that sad? I'm thinking more about going to PJ Morton than Big Crit. It's okay. I am the. I think I'm one of Big Crit's largest fans. Slap, the, slap five with the man. 
Mm-hmm. I was I was highly upset. A lot of people were. And I try to listen to music and I try to understand where you're coming from, but this this ain't it. That man in love. What's With up? who? He cheated know. on the chick and they broke up. Like the last girlfriend that he publicly had. I don't know. But the, all these love songs and instrumentation that he doing on there. Bro, do you know it how, ain't even no bass on that song on on that album. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it ain't do even you, no bass. Do you I I love the melodies. This is a great Justin Scott album. Justin Scott, keep doing your thing, but fuck it. We need Big Crit. Big Crit talked to the culture. He talked to the people. Big Crit come out here with the subs, a country rap tune, speaking to your heart. Where is the booby miles of this album? There is none of that shit. I'm literally upset by this. This is horrible. I listened to this shit and I was like, what is this? Skip? 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 It was like, take all the bass out. But... He teased another project on the way. And I'm hoping that, okay, this is the side A and the side B. But, bruh, you ain't saying this. How people going to know? I, I, I said I was going to listen to it. I listened to it twice. And I said I was going to try to sit with it again. And I was like, maybe I am a selfish fan that thinks that I'm not willing to open up my ears more to mm-hmm. what he's trying to do. So I said, let me just step away. Yeah. Give it a little time to breathe. Yeah. But that nigga got like 20 songs on there, don't it? That's the other part. God, that's it. Wait. You, I skipped you got 20 so, songs of this shit? And they're all like two minutes long. And I'm like, bro, what, what are you doing? Are these interludes, these mixtapes? What is this? That's the album. When I started skipping shit, I'm like, I'm skipping too many songs. Like, what a good shit is. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to tell you. I was trying to pull, it, pull this it's up. It's like really 20 quick. or 18 songs. Forever's a Mighty Long Time was the last great Big Crit album. I, I'm sorry. That was King Remember in Time. That's before that. I'm saying the last good shit that he made was Forever's a Mighty Long Time. Like I don't think Crit is here is good. That's personal preference. But I'm doing. I'm going through his discography like in order, mm-hmm. and I'm saying the last thing that he made was in 2017. No, I, Forever's I, a Mighty Long. T- yeah, I just had to look at. It. That's the double disc. Yeah, that, that, that shit is spectacular. Mm-hmm. And nobody can. There's not a lot of people in in this day, in these days and times that can do a double album good. And he pulled it off. Crit is here is decent, but like you just said, it's not the best last album that he dropped. So he didn't do the product. My hope. Let me see how we re- talking about me, old crit. We talking about the new crit. Let me reiterate because I might have got. I might not have, have have explained myself well the last time we talked about crit. Crit's rhymes were good the production didn't match what he was saying on I the album you. no i understand like he was spitting but a lot of that production that was on that album turned me away from that album like i was just like this is this is not what i want and it's i don't know what chris trying to do like he trying to do his best wale impression with this album <laughs> and it ain't working wale yeah yeah it ain't working it ain't man working. and i'm like Again, I'm trying not to be the selfish fan that's just like, man, you need to go back to the old crit shit. Like, I don't want to be that dude. Like, I want to be open-minded and willing to accept new ways of expressing yourself in your music, brother. Look, as a diehard Big Crit fan, love the dude, supported him since day one, been listening to all his mixtape, all his music, I'm there. This ain't it. And there's so, I've been looking for Big Crit replacements for years right now. Can't. Yeah. I can. Elevator J and two player, Big Saint and uh Red Coat the Poet. 
them two dudes, fire. Two player. They're, they're right now, they're my favorite Big Crit replacement. <laughs> I shouldn't have a Big Crit replacement in the year that Big Crit drops an album. Right. And that is a problem. Right. So Damn. Damn, it ain't a crit. good crit album. It's a good Justin Scott album. <laughs> it ain't a hit little Nate dog singing on it. He got a Nate dog impersonation going on in there. And I was like, this jamming. Put some bass and put some raps. Nope. Nah. Yeah. Like he this is one of the most unseasoned albums I've ever heard about. Like he just was like, no Larry's, no <laughs> this Chipotle. No, <laughs> he got this Chipotle. no old bay, no he ain't even got no salt and no pepper on here. Chipotle crit. Right. It ain't even Chipotle, Damn, bro. Yeah, they do put Chipotle a little spices. Little spices. Yeah. Damn, what is this? Vanilla ice cream. Whew. This is Publix macaroni. <laughs> <laughs> with the yellow cheese. I could have put something. You could have put a little seasoning in there. Yeah. Crew was like, nah, I'm good. Fuck these haters. Fuck nah, these hoes. Yep. Where is that? No potables. <laughs> the last album has Mississippi. Like that. Yeah. Right, anyway, we'll talk about it. Um, what else? I watched some movies. Okay. There's this movie called Clean, I highly recommend. What's on? It's uh To be special. Bootleg. I can do that. Yeah. How you think I watch Bel Air? Exactly. Trying to make me pay five dollars. So I'm I'm getting mixed opinions about it. We'll talk about it. Just give me two seconds. NBC got to stop. stop <laughs> give me two seconds. Hold on, we'll get there. Give us five dollars to watch the Super Bowl. So Clean is about this this retired hitman. Mm. It's kind of like <laughs> a watered down version of a uh, John Woo, not John Woo. Wick. Wick, yeah, John Wick. But uh. I don't want to talk too much because it, it, it's a good movie. Clean okay. is it good? Check it out. But action, action adventure, movie. action adventure. But I'm then with. Mel Gibson got this new movie called The Last Look. Or let me. Now, I, I I don't care what other people say. I still fuck with Mel Gibson. So. Oh, most definitely. I love so Mel Gibson. Don't don't get it twisted, y'all. Like I know what he said, but to be honest with you, that motherfucker is a great actor. Still fuck with him. So he got this movie called The Last Look. I just want you to check out the trailer real quick. Okay. I might cut it from the show depending on the music. Okay. Check it out. And that's why I'm going to direct this verdict and find this here defendant guilty. God. Alistair, that was terrific. <laughs> terrific? Bloody genius. You're not going to top that one. Wouldn't be the first time I've had the clap. Lorena. You ghosted me, Waldo. I ghosted everybody. Look, I'm here on business. Alistair Pinch, the actor. Killed his wife. Guilty. Maybe he killed her, maybe he didn't. I don't think he even knows. The guy's a blackout drunk. I deplore drinking alone, so I have a double. The network's got a lot riding on him. Mr. Waldo! They're looking to hire a PI. I'm retired. Come on, let me bring you back into the real world. What would I even do with the money? Where's all your stuff? Cut myself down to a hundred things. And you kept that hat? What say you, detective? Will you return to your mountain and leave me to the fates? Or will you stick around long enough to see the police maybe get it right this time? Princess Osman, where did you come from? Welcome to Kindergartens of the Rich and Famous. Beth must have shocked the hell out of this place, huh? Come meet me tonight. We can talk then. Do you trust me? Why should I trust you? Is there anything you're not remembering, Alistair? I have gotten married, fathered children, and taken out mortgages and not remembered. You do realize that everyone is sure you did this. Alistair, they're going to arrest you. Go put some clothes on. Don't be silly, love. The network will adore me in this wardrobe. 
Anyway, if it's good enough for Wacko Jacko, it's good enough for me. Okay, look, I'm a pacifist, and I refuse to get involved. Have you had enough? I've had enough. So, yeah. So, the way he acts in this movie is perfect. It's called The Last Look. I highly recommend everybody check that movie out. So I enjoyed it to the end. Oh, you already said? Yeah. Oh, it's out? I, I, yeah, I guess it is. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> the way I got it, I ain't had to pay for it. The holiday you know? dude with the violin. Yeah. Hey, he, he, you know he got the hookup. Yeah, he got yeah. a violin. Yeah, he he got ain't got it. no rent money. He got a violin, though. Got, that's but it. Last Look is great because Mel Gibson is just playing this role that it's not Mel Gibson, but he is knocking it out the park. And it's also got a great mystery. The last few roles that I've like, the last few music movies I've seen him in, he ain't playing like that. That I've watched that movie again, The Blood Father. Whatever. Yeah, that movie's fucking amazing. Yeah, that movie's so good. Yo. I don't know what he's doing, but he's tapping into something deeper as Mel Gibson, the actor. Pro- it's probably because he got blackballed from Hollywood after that that rant. But he's and, killing these roles. Well, I'm pretty sure a lot of these movies, it seems like, are going through independent studios. Mm-hmm. So it makes a lot of sense. Maybe it's better writers, too. Because Hollywood big budget movies are terrible these days. No, I mean, I I honestly feel like he can still do big budget stuff. I just feel like with him getting blackballed and I think he doesn't... Sometimes when you don't have a lot of pressure that... Let's be serious. Let's be honest here. Mel Gibson was like one of the biggest names in Hollywood. And it's a lot of pressure that come with that. And yeah. now that since he got blackballed from Hollywood, I think he can probably be more oh, I see. of the type of actor he wants to be instead of being hmm. Mel Gibson. You know what I'm saying? Well, him and Charlie Han, they play off of each other perfectly. And it's it's a good movie. It's called Last Looks. Y'all check it out. So, yeah. So, since we talk so about to the TV, black guy in, in blue, keeping it 50 feel screen. Oh, have mercy. 50 feel creep. All right. You watch Bel Air? I did. What you thinking about it? I uh, can't give out too much because I'm actually going to be potting with my main man, Rain Coleman, about it. Yeah. He already he, he recruited me, but what I can say is I like it. Except for one thing. What's your one issue? And I'm pretty sure people will just be like, well, everything can't be the way you want it. The guy who playing Uncle Phil don't have a presence to me. Like, James Avery had a presence. Like, I'm not saying he has to be James Avery. I'm not saying that. I'm saying when... Uncle Phil walked into a room, it was awesome. No matter what happened, no matter if it was funny, if he was mad, or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. you knew Uncle Phil ran that house. This guy. Uh, How many episodes have you seen? Of you, what? You caught up? Yeah, okay. I'm all the way caught up. Well, his acting rivals James Avery. His acting is on the same level as James Avery. Yeah. But like you said, that presence, you can't beat that. That's my issue too. Is James Avery? It kind of messes me up too because Will's taller than he is. That be- did I say that on the show? Uh-uh. I think I did. Okay, but that is one of my issues that like, he's not taller than Will. Like, Uncle Phil was the big. He was dominant. He was dominant, and this dude is not dominant enough. Hillary kind of bothers me, but I like what they they doing to spin on Hillary's character. Yeah. She shouldn't be as vapid and stupid as she was, but being the social media darling that she is, she's one of my favorite characters now. I love the new Carlton. I do too. His story is it works. The, the only thing I I don't like about the new Carlton, if I'm being honest, is like, like I don't know how they like if, like if you watch the Fresh Prince, mm-hmm. Carlton and Will, of course, at the beginning of it, didn't like each other, and they had to grow into mm-hmm. having a relationship. 
Nigga, you put Coke in my bag. Nigga. He didn't do it. You, you, you had something to do with it, though. You yeah. had a hand in it, bro. No, I get it. Like, I don't know. If we Like, if you frame me with some... It's one thing to frame me for some for cheating on a test. You put some Coke in my bag, dog. Didn't, didn't the charges get dropped? I mean, yeah, because they didn't watch the tape. Yeah. But, damn, nigga. That's, <laughs> that's a little extra. Like, do something else. I Cocaine like- is, is kind of... That's... that's well, it wasn't cocaine; it was Adderall. <laughs> That's what Carlton said. Great, yeah. So I I like the fact that old Carlton was a sellout, right? He was a coon for that era and that time. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to be black. He wanted to be everything other than this. Carlton is the same type of character. Mm-hmm. They just modernized it. Yeah. So he's hanging out with his white friends. Doesn't have an issue with race. Lets his white friends say the n word to him, and mm-hmm. he's dancing. Bobby Smurder. You know, he's doing his dance. Cool. He's hooked on drugs because he's in these parties. He's he's having identity crisis for today's world. It's dope. Yeah. I think I think the drug like I think the drug thing is pretty like him having a drug problem off the off the rip. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I said I I because I, you they know added some depth. To his character. Well, you know what? You know, uh, the Fresh Prince, when Carlton was taking drugs and he yeah. finally went to the hospital yeah. and we was to say, hey, man, come on, Carlton. Man, come on. <laughs> Shouts out to the to the, to the the uh, Jabari. I think his name is Jabari Banks. Mm-hmm. That dude, I don't know his mannerisms and sometimes the way he talks. Is reminds Jeffrey? Me, or no, the guy who's playing Will? guy who's okay. playing Will. His mannerisms and some of the sometimes when he be talking, it sounds like Will Smith, and I'm like Will Smith. I know Smith. I said that on the show. Yeah. Okay. I think Will's probably. I think Will's like work with him personally. He was like, if you're gonna be me, this is what you got to do. So I, I thought, and the Aunt Ville, man, amazing. Dark skin Aunt Ville wins again. Not even that. I love her character. Yeah, I'm giving too much away on the podcast. But so one of my issues with the show is. Uh, not really an issue. To my God, I know. I don't know if they heard it, but it's not really an issue. But one of my concerns is where are they going? Like, so we can see. I just want more of the show. Mm-hmm. It's too early to be theorizing, but we can see what's happening. The banks ain't all the way clean. Yeah, like the a big question is around the wealth. Yeah. And so, I like that. It's right. Like, like, how'd you get your money, bro? Like, you got millions of dollars out of like <laughs> right. nowhere. Right. So the banks ain't clean. Jeffrey got a crazy pass, too. You know, Will's pass is muddy. Everybody's got this dual side, except for Ashley so far. Ashley, I mean, she's well, falling in love with some chick online. Yeah, I think her biggest, I think the biggest thing for her was like kind of like when her and, and Hillary were walking around trying to, and she just disappeared and like. Yeah. He had to like find her. She was like, "I just want to like hang out with my friends." She was like, you can't, you can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that. Like Not in today's your, world, your dad's running for uh, district attorney. Like yeah. the people gonna try to get you. It's a good show. I, I really highly recommend Bel Air. It came out of nowhere. It's good. I don't have any well, criticism. I mean, well, I think I already told a story last week about where it came from. Oh, and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So, but a lot of people don't really. I was around for the announcement and everything, so it it was greenlit from the jump. For he, Will Smith got two seasons greenlit for the show. Mm-hmm. Like people just I think not we saying played up the trailer on the show like way back when, like the yeah, original. But 
we didn't play the announcement of like Will Smith saying that they got a they got the they got the Peacock deal. So yeah. it's gonna be two, it's gonna be at least two seasons, and I'm with it. Jazz, I like Jazz is uh, Jazz is dupe. He he cool. Like every the characters work. The characters work. That's I think I a lot of people were was trashing this before it even came out. Like, right. oh man, y'all gonna like y'all killing my childhood and like, oh my god, like I why can't just, you like why can't y'all just stop and make right. new stuff? But like it works. I followed the story and again, Will props to Will Smith for giving a content creator an opportunity and a, a check. Now, I will say I prefer new stories, but this adaptation works for today's world. Mm-hmm. And it's okay for it not to be a comedy. It's it's fine as a drama. I think it's even better as a drama. I, I hope it has those hard-hitting life lessons. Like, the one they, they've already done a few of them. Mm-hmm. The, the Yamakra thing was, was really dope because it's mm-hmm. like, don't forget where you come from. Yeah. So, no. Or the whole, or the, or the whole thing about the white dude saying the N-word. Yeah, and it was just like, well, it's a word, Will. Like they had that whole situation. And, and then Carlton had some good points too, because he was like, "Oh, it's okay when you say it, just not when somebody else says mm-hmm. it." And it's like you, I like it. I dig mm-hmm. it. It's dope. But damn, <laughs> just don't put the don't put the coke in his bag, my nigga. Like, come on, dog. Hey, that was that was. I said <laughs> when that episode went up, I was like, man, y'all could have did something. I said that's extreme. That's extreme, bro. Man. It's like, yeah, put this. Let's put this coke in his bag. It's we strange. didn't. We don't know how bad drugs are in the youth. Like, I look at Euphoria and I'm just like, man, this is d- dramatic. What I'm saying is, if that, I thought it was coke in there. I was making out. a joke. Oh, but explain yourself. No, no, no. What I'm saying was, I was like, I thought it was coke, and I'm looking at it from like, y'all trying to put this dude in like jail, jail. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's when he pulled it out. I was like, I said coke. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, y'all! Like, don't make him go to jail, Jeff. Man, Will dealing with with PTSD after getting arrested too. Is I, I like that's that. Amazing. That's real. And too. you know what else I like? I like that they using real Philly slang in the show. Is mm-hmm. the sheesh, the Johns and all that? I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, they did their homework. Yeah. This is today's Fresh Prince. Yeah. If Will Smith executive producer, he gonna make sure Philly was represented correctly. <laughs> and I love it. But you were speaking about backpacks, man. What about the ultimate backpack rapper? Kanye West got a new documentary that's dropping on Netflix Weekly. Three parts. One mm. part's already out. Yeah. I don't know how to say the name of the, the documentary. Genius. Oh, is it's that just spelled G. Yes. Yeah. I thought it was a Y. Yeah. But it's it's genius. I feel like that. Shouldn't have been so complicated. <laughs> I was that I, I did not realize that. Wow. Okay. Did you watch it? Of course. What you thinking you know, about? I'm, I'm a Kanye West stand. So oh, it's J E E N Y U H S. Genius. That's corny. Now <laughs> I just hate that I didn't understand it. Nah. Um, love it. Inspirational. Just goes to show that, like, when your parents are that invested into your success and wanting you to to succeed, it means a whole hell of a. When his mom was rapping, man, I almost cried. When his mom was, when Don Miss Donna was rapping, like one of his early raps, and she was like, she's like Kanye, you remember when you was like, and then she started rapping, and I was like, oh, she invested like that, mm-hmm. like she really believed in him. Mm-hmm. I, I think um, the first episode was very good. I think seeing uh, Kanye trying to get this deal and then 
the stuff he had to go through, which a lot of people go through as far as like failure is concerned, to get to where he wanted to be at that point. That was awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's and it, it was very, to me it was very inspiring. Like if you ain't inspired by that first episode, I don't know what's wrong with you. I thought it was I thought it was it was really good. Yeah. It does show the relationship between Miss Donda and Kanye and why he needed Donda. He needed somebody to keep him grounded. Like the story that she told about the giant, that shit, it that clicked awesome. so so perfectly. She was like, you know, the giant looks in the mirror and sees nothing. nothing. It's like everybody else looks at the giant and they see a giant. Like, man, you so tall, you so big. But when the giant look in the mirror, it's just him. It's nothing. So you got to keep yourself grounded. That was her job. That's her role. You could definitely tell like she spent a lot of time with Kanye. She invested her energy, her time to make sure that Kanye got everything that she felt like a child should need. Mm-hmm. And to his detriment, I think that is a gift and a curse because I have a friend like that that is extremely spoiled. But through the spoiledness, you see a lot of personality growth from that that you get from her that she got from her family and everything but it kind of gets lost on this child because it's like well I'm owed this I'm supposed to have it this way and I think Kanye needs somebody to keep him centered and I don't know if he has that person around him anymore he, he, he looked like well I know but <laughs> nobody else jumped into that role Yeah, like Kim was never that person mm-hmm. you know what I mean so Kanye is just he, he's rudderless out here the, the uh Seeing Humble Ye was dope. I like to see him just, you know, scratching to try to make things happen, pushing out his dream. He was like, yo, I know I'm this good. I know I'm going to be this successful just based on hard work. I don't know if that work element is still being pushed into it like he normally would, Mm -hmm. like he used to back in college dropout. But, I mean, I really enjoyed seeing this documentary. It reminded me of my early days of making beats and shit and filming and stuff. I was like, man, I was doing this too. <laughs> and he was sitting there at the with a microphone and a, a beat yeah. machine, and he's like, listen to this. And yeah. I was like, I was like, I said, dang, bro, I, that's I humble thought, beginnings. I thought real. it was dope that everybody turned down his song. They was like, what is this? Nobody want to hear this. You a producer? <laughs> Let's keep you around for just the producing. It was all fall down. It was the the, the rough version. Right, God, man, I with Rhyme Fest on it, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, man, that's cool. They got Rhyme Fest in here. Yeah. I never knew he he almost got signed with uh, you know, Blacksmith, Blackstar. Yeah. yeah, but uh, no, I, I like it. I'm gonna yeah, check it out. Seeing seeing most definitely, yeah, Blackstar and then Talib Kweli rocking the show. It's like, yo, man, like, and then Young Beyonce was in one of the shots. I think the one of the cool, one of the other cool things was. How uh, they were saying that no nobody put on and ain't but like three rappers out there put on for Chicago or that that Chicago done put out there and they and a lot of people was really banking on Kanye and I thought that was cool too because at that time that was real like the brand was like yeah ain't nobody out of yeah. Chicago for real yeah. and now you know Chicago got a ton of rappers that come I mean, out. Of I there. feel the same way about Alabama. I'm like damn Transley, Yellow Wolf, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, uh, it's about time for Trans to drop some. About time for Translate to drop. There's a couple more big names out there. I like Translate. Yeah, I do too. But I mean, we need some more folks. Fuck these haters. Fuck these. <laughs> my, my subs. My subs. I was like, I ain't bro. got no subs. No subs. No subs. My, I ain't got no subs. I just don't know. I, who's in his corner? Who, Crit? Yeah. Yeah, it don't matter. But, I think Crit 
is at a point in his career where he's trying to get everybody to talk about him. By how you going to call yourself the greatest rapper? I'm sorry I cut you off. But how you going to call yourself the greatest rapper of all time and you ain't rapping? It's time for you to show. But shouldn't his past catalog show what he has? Don't do that. Shouldn't his shouldn't shouldn't, shouldn't his his past catalog of 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 very 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 awesome albums prove that I really ain't got to do this? You think no more. Kanye? Well, not right, that's a bad example. You think J Cole would do that? What release a love ballad album? I mean, let niggas uh, tell it. J Cole did that with uh, for your eyes only. People hated that. Now I'm probably the only nigga in the world that okay. Enjoys so this it. is uh. What was the one that Kendrick did? Butterfly? To Pimp Butterfly? Yeah. Hell no. Okay. To Pimp Butterfly is a classic. Oh, because he was rapping, right? What's Kendrick's worst album? I don't think you. I don't no, think no. he has one. Out of all the albums he have, what's Kendrick's worst album? Hmm. I can't say. What's my least favorite one? Shit, I don't really have a least favorite one, though. We got Damn, Good Kid, Mad City, To Pimp Butterfly. ADHD, I I mean, if I had to rank them, I would put ADHD like last. Okay, but that don't mean it's bad. You know what I'm saying? I would but just... he was rapping on that. Crit <laughs> ain't rapping. That's all I'm saying. That man hurt your feelings. Yeah, he man. did. He hurt my ears too. <laughs> it's beautiful music, but I'm like, where the where the rhymes at? Like you said, it ain't no spice. But because there's no bass on the album, <laughs> the Kanye. He said, I, I want y'all to take. I want to make this album, and I want—I don't want no, no bass. bass. The Kanye albums—it the documentary for Kanye is dope. I like what Kanye's doing. It's good to see the humble beginnings. I'm gonna get mad when I see Donda pass away and his attitudes shift and change because mm. that's when I fell off of Kanye. Like I like humble yay, but here we go. I'm—I'm I'm signing I don't up for think, that ride. I don't think episode two gonna be like that. If it's I think, only three, I, I think episode three is when you're gonna really see that. Because I think episode two will probably more more than likely gonna focus on post uh, the breakup, post uh, accident Kanye, mm. like Kanye really starting like starting to get his fame. So we'll see. You know what? I uh, damn it just left me. When them niggas was rapping two words in backstage, that mm-hmm. was the greatest. That was one of the best things I've ever seen. I've been I've been listening to Kanye all day today too. All day today. I can't remember what I wanted to say. That nigga got some hits. God, he got some hits. That boy, bad. So we kind of talked about it earlier. $5? <laughs> $5? <laughs> I'm just talking because of Peacock. Oh. <laughs> um. So what I'm hearing about Peacock is you can watch Bel Air on there for free. First episode. Oh, it's just the first episode. <laughs> All right, that makes sense. But it's like after that, they're just like, oh, well, you can just sign up for premium and then yeah. pay your $5. I was like, I got to pay $5 to watch the Super Bowl. I got to pay $5 to watch Bel Air. What can I? I mean, there is some stuff on there you can watch for free, but it ain't the good stuff, apparently. <laughs> I've kind of perused through it. You pay for Peacock, though. I know. I perused through it to see all the stuff they got. The only thing I really watched was Bel Air. They use the interface to steal trash. Yeah. Peacemaker ended. It was good. It was good. It was fun. Better than Boba Fett. Still ain't watching. I don't even know. Y'all. It's all right. Boba, Boba Fett can walk through that door with a shirt on that says, my name is Boba Fett. Still ain't seen your show, brother. So, Donda 2 is coming out exclusively on the stem player. 
And yes. we, we kind of talked about it before the show, but I just want you to get on here on the recording mm-hmm. and tell us your thoughts about Donda 2 being on the stem. For everybody who hit my inbox, and if y'all listen to this podcast, leave me the fuck alone. I invested my $200 because I seen some tech that actually was cool, and I ain't had nothing to do with this nigga um, releasing the album on the stem player. So there's that. Secondly, y'all niggas really act like y'all don't bootleg shit already anyway. We know how to, I know how, (laughs) I partake in the bootleg game, my nigga. Mm -hmm. I know how this works. Y'all gonna find a way to bootleg it anyway. So what what are you yipping and yapping about? It's the man's music. If he wants to do it this way, that's fine. He clearly, clearly people want to hear it because in 24 hours, he got what? $2.4 million off of Donda uh, sales and they're still, it's still selling. So, hey man, three cheers for capitalism. Well, he got y'all trained. Who? His, his, his stands, his viewers, his listeners. I mean, even if I didn't have a stand player, I'm smart enough to know how to bootleg it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the thing. It's like, okay, I ain't got no stem player, but I bet you I get down to two. Right. And I've gotten, I've listened to all of his leaked music in by legal means anyway. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I don't know why everybody else is acting like this is like the end of the world. Like, if you know how to get it, you'll get it. Right. Yeah. But I'm glad I got a stem player. But not because of Donna too. I'm the, glad I got a stem player because I really, because I've posted stem player shenanigans on Twitter before. Do you think this devalues your stem player? Hell no, nah. because again, like there, are, there's the thing about it is, is, and it's a whole community now. But like the cool thing about the stem player is, is um, there's always updates. Mm-hmm. Um, they're consistently adding. Um, music and stuff like that to it also on a regular like Kanye stuff like Kanye Kanye's put out um what else have they done it's a it's a ton of stuff that they've actually like added to the stem player so I'm cool I feel like I I I feel like that $200 was well invested from the from um from ground level so and like I said I didn't get the stem player for for um the for Donda, mm-hmm. I got it because I was like, "Yo, you mean to tell me that you can remix? You can you can actually break things down into stems on a two hundred dollars stem player?" Right. Okay. Sold. I was like, I mean, anybody who kind of knows music knows that. And I'm and again, it's not the cleanest in uh of of stems being broken down, mm-hmm. but it's still doing something that I think I. It takes a ton of equipment that costs more than two hundred dollars can do. Most definitely, on top of being able to record it, download it, and then you can remix. Like you can actually like whatever you break down on your stem player, mm-hmm. you can download it to your. You can download the file, and what? it could be an MP3 file or whatever file you need, and do whatever you want to with the with the stuff. That's what I was wondering. Can you remix it, and can you just plug headphones into it mm-hmm. directly? And does it have Bluetooth? Like if you want to use Bluetooth, yes. Okay. Well, then yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with it. So I'm with it. You ready to get into it? I'm ready. Well, I'm getting into it. Here at Governor, here at Governor, we realize that black history is important. I want to eat some of them chitlins. I love pig feet. Here at Governor, we like to celebrate black history in a different way. I want you to go in that bag and find my wallet. Which one is it? It's the one that said bad motherfucker. We recognize true talent from our culture. Now, Billy, how many times I told you not to call here and interrupt my kung fu? 
So celebrate Black History with us. Celebrate Black History of movies. Fuck you! Fuck you! And fuck you! Move next. Well, well, well. We finally made it to the end of Black History Month and Black History of Movies. Oh, move. A long time staple of the Government Name Podcast. Mm-hmm. So, um, I actually fought with what I wanted to do for my last one. Damn. But when I seen the Kanye doc, I was like, because it was, okay, the whole month, let me just say this, the whole month I had been trying to work in The Princess and the Frog. So if we do Black History of Movies next year, I'll do a continuation of animation of Black History of Movies, and I will make sure that Princess and the Frog is the first that's one there. That's a good there. one. That's a good one, because that's the first black Disney princess, and it's it's pivotal. I was trying to work it in, and it's, different things came up, and it made me think about other ones, so... Uh, for this week, what's and for my final, huh? I was gonna say, what's blocking this princess's shine? Right. Um, for for the final one, hence the Kanye uh, documentary genius, I decided to go with Soul from 2020. Hmm. Um, this is a fairly new animated movie, but it was so much. It's so relevant to uh, kind of like what what we're talking about now, as far as like the Kanye doc, which is um, what's the name, Joe. I can't remember his last name, but um, the lead character's name is Joe. He's a jazz musician, but he's a he's a teacher. He's a middle school band teacher. Of course, life hasn't gone his way. Um, things happen. Life happens, and sometimes you have to take what you have to take to be able to make it in life. But his past, his truest passion is jazz, and that's what he wants to do. He's very good at it too. And then <laughs> he dies. <laughs> like he gets what? killed in a Disney movie. Yeah, he gets killed, and Jesus. he goes to. I guess I want to say heaven or whatever. And that's where you meet all these different souls. And then he learns like a, a valuable lesson about, you know, he wants to go back because it's like, I still got time or I can still do this. Or he learns the lesson of, Hey, follow your dreams. No matter what you'll make it. Cause that, when he got, when he got killed, he actually got his opportunity to play with this very big jazz band that he's been nice. wanting to play with for a while. And he dies and mm. he feels like he's never going to have this opportunity again. He actually comes back. Soul comes back. And he actually has a lot of sh- Disney shenanigans, of course. And then he learns like a, f- a valuable lesson about what it is to have your soul huh. and what it means to continue with your dreams and, and, and work on it, even though you all these things happen. His parents didn't believe in him. And they was just like, why you keep messing with jazz? And I was like, why you want to do this? And he's going to pay no money, all this other stuff. So um, the, the lead character was played by Jamie Foxx. I just thought the movie was really good. Really, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Soul. I've it's, been told hundreds of times that I need to watch it. It's really, it's really good. It's really good. Oh, um, we was we was on lockdown and yeah. and uh, I think this was actually supposed to come out in the theaters and and that's like, when everybody was just like, hey, we gotta yeah, man, we ain't make no money this way. I truly believe that if it would have came out in theaters, like it would have made a ton of money. That movie's a, that movie's really good and it 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 tugs at your heartstrings towards the Pixar end. Pixar movies do that. I was like, dang. Yeah. But with the Kanye documentary and Kanye trying to live his dream out, I said, I got to go with uh, the 2020 movie Soul. So if you guys get an opportunity, if you got Disney Plus, or if you don't got Disney Plus and you know other means of getting it, go out and watch Soul. It's very good. Uh, it's It's got laughs. It's got some lessons. And it's got a little bit of, a little bit of sadness at the, at the end. 
Damn, that's a good one, man. Now I love that movie, bro. It's it's really good. If you get a chance, I I, I advise you to watch it. Right. You'll like it. I will. Especially, and the music's really good. Like it, it's real jazz musicians doing. Like they show the making of, and they show how they made the music and the yeah. behind the scenes stuff. It's real jazz bands. Uh, they really have real jazz musicians doing the music for the for the movie, and I was like, "Well, okay, Disney, y'all do care about us." <laughs> See a dollar in Joseph. <laughs> All right, that's a good one. I, I'm a I'm a piggyback on your your thing about jazz, man, because my movie talks about the culture, music. Music is a very important part of the culture, mm. and how you know, like the parents told your guy, that he ain't gonna make no money. Doing his music. But in my movie, you might not get paid, but at least you mean driving in a Cadillac. There you go. Oh, I'm talking about Cadillac pill. Records. You ever seen that movie? Yeah. Movie's great. I don't like it. It's t- what? What? It's starring Jeffrey Wright, Adrian people's, Brody. People's Hernandez. Yeah, People's Hernandez. Yeah. That's it forever. That is That's his role. That's who he will for always be. He played Martin Luther King, he played Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> He is forever going to be People's, People's Hernandez. Hernandez. <laughs> and if y'all don't know where people look up People's Hernandez, he, if you don't know what movie we talking about. Was he in Do the Right Thing? No. I'm like, okay, got my own people. And Adrian Brody. And even if he was, he's still People's People Hernandez. <laughs> Beyonce's in this movie. People Hernandez. Oh, man. I mm. Said the entertainer's in it. No? Still no? So Cadillac Records, for the people who don't know, is mm. the early days of it's so many stories rolled in one, but it's the early days of Cadillac Records. Mm-hmm. I got this. I picked this movie because it's focused more on the contracts and understanding what you're signing. Mm-hmm. These early artists were just getting signed to this deal for a Cadillac. <laughs> you know, get you in a new car. Oh, I got you. Gotcha. Here you go. You get you a new car. Got your jeans. Yeah. <laughs> Need a house. Oh, I got you. I can sign off of the paperwork. But nobody was reading this paperwork. Mm-hmm. The record labels were swindling them out of all their money, taking it and just buying whatever they want. The guys and the ladies who was on the labels, they was like, yo, we just, we getting this Cadillac. And it's like, I need money. I'm like, my money's showing up a little short. Mm-hmm. They was making more money off of touring in them days, but it was in the 40s. Segregation was also going on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So they had the chitlin circuit that they was running on where they go to the we're black club. They weren't making no money. Coming in here printing all these records. They got the number one selling record and they still broke. Only got $200. What's going on with my money at? You got a Cadillac. Dude said, hey, how you think we paid for them Cadillacs? <laughs> they ain't free. <laughs> Nobody knew. <laughs> they got this one guy. Okay, it's starring Muddy Waters. Well, Muddy Waters is the, the main. I guess he's a folk, blues singer. Yeah, he's a he blues singer. And the story of Muddy Waters, he's a man from Mississippi. Used to be a sharecropper singing out in the fields. And he moved on to, you know, he got recruited to say, to actually start cutting records because he was doing blues different than everybody else. And so mm-hmm. Muddy mm-hmm. was making all kinds of money. He had a number one album. Then he had a, a partner of his, uh, Lil Walter. Lil Walter had a number one song. He's playing that harmonica, killing it, just changing. They was recording. Better than Stevie Wonder. Yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> it really was, though. So. <laughs> They get Stevie to the- took that man whole game, his whole style. That's the whole movie's about theft. Everybody was thieving in this movie. There's the big bad wolf. I forgot his whole name, but the wolf, he was this big black dude who he was the same thing as Muddy Waters, but 
he actually read the paperwork. And his thing was, I don't want no Cadillac. I got a truck. It's paid for. I already own this. I don't need no Cadillac. We don't need Just you pay nigga. me what you owe me. <laughs> we don't need you, then. Well, they kept him. <laughs> and he got paid. He was one of the few artists who actually got his royalties and money for all the music that he was doing and performing. Everybody else, they were broke. Hard up. Real hard. But he was having four or five babies. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, it is what it is. Keep it but, in his pants. He definitely couldn't keep it in his pants. But they they tell the story of Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry is, I don't know for y'all who don't know, the start of rock and roll. He was doing his blues a little bit different. It's a little bit faster, a little bit more energy. He was doing a little duck walk on stage. Chuck Berry also got thrown into jail for having sex with a, you know, a minor. In that process of him going to jail, there was the Beatles. They shot up because they copied the same music. And then there was Elvis copying the same style of music, same everything. But it was a white face, so people bought into it, loved it. Chuck Berry actually had some shows that they were segregated by a little rope. People was having such a good time. They just said, fuck that rope. We're going to come over here and jump on stage. And everybody started intermingling and everything. Police had to break people up and stop them, you know, from doing all that. This is a good movie to me. It's pivotal. I think it was a, the acting for me. I don't, I don't really feel like it was well acted. I just I just couldn't get with it. I don't know what it was. Man, I loved it. I know the like the story was dope. You know, I love story mm-hmm. stories about music business and stuff like that. I just couldn't get with I couldn't it just didn't grab me. Hmm. And I and I you know, I'm a sucker for a good you know what I'm saying? It's got a great cast. That's why I'm shocked. Nah, man, I couldn't get with it. I feel you. I don't know what it was, but it just I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> it came out in 2008. It was a different time. I, I enjoyed it. It, was, uh, it just really teaches you a lot. Like, the one thing I took away from this was so much was going on from the 40s to the 60s that changed the scope of America. Mm-hmm. I was like, what if we're living in one of those pivotal times today and we just don't know it? And you, you already answered that. You said, yeah. No, yeah, we are. Oh. But it was cool to see how they, they told the story from blues to rock and roll hmm. and then how rock and roll became mainstream because of a black man during segregation times and people were like nope we ain't having this but once a black dude got out of the way and a white dude made you know they made it acceptable they have a chuck berry movie oh really mm-hmm. tells tells the story of chuck berry should probably check that out but can i do it man uh, this been this been ever since you brought up the movie i gotta do it go ahead Cadillacs on 22s. I ain't, I ain't did nothing in my, my life but stay true. Pimp these rhymes, make these beats. <laughs> stay true. Go on for these Mississippi streets. Hey. Check. <laughs> David Banner oh for those. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, David. As soon as you said Cadillac, I like that. That song just popped up in my right, head. It's so crazy. <laughs> they had all the nicest cars, but no money in their pocket. Kind of like now. You yeah, know. Regular labor still work like that. It's like, how, how, how did nobody learn from this? Oh, people learn, mm-hmm. but it just feels a whole lot better to say I'm signed to such and such It's label. literally over for record labels. You have no reason to sign for record labels other than promotions. People still take, taking deals, bro. Why? You want to advance? For what? So they can take 60% of your paper? So a lot of times when it comes to quick music, quick but quick music lesson. A lot of times people 
sign the labels not just because of the advance but really because of the machine like you can do stuff independently but your marketing team mm-hmm. and specific um labels with good A&Rs don't match what what you have to do independently sometimes it really is all about being able to say I'm in Times Square like my billboards in the middle of Times Square because a label can make that happen and there's still instances where labels still do payola. Like payola is something where a label will pay specific markets mm-hmm. or radio stations to play your song and have your song be in the top of the rotation. So there are still labels that do payola. So there are certain advantages you do get by signing to specific labels. But as far as like getting paid, you can forget it. Yes, I agree. The problem I have with that is, you know that song, I'm an island boy. No, so, nee, nee, nee. I don't know the word. That was a TikTok. But thing. everybody knows that song, right? Yeah. And those two dudes are, All you people need, hate them. Yeah, of course. Because there's the people boys. with actual talent that's not getting any shine, but these dudes are. Mm-hmm. All you need is one chance, one break. Mm-hmm. You can do all of these things. If Rory and Maul can have a Times Square billboard put up that means it's a price anybody can put their billboard up there mm. excuse me pepsi killing me but I'm, there's no reason to sign to a a, a label in my eyes i mean mm. hell griselda uh who's it machine conway yeah conway and then he'd leave i mean his contract was up like he's no independent he's a free agent now yeah i mean griselda ain't really they not really the machine damn how did that come together but yeah, he right now he's he's he just he just dropped a mixtape. I still ain't got it yet. He dropped it on that piff. It just seems like all of my favorite artists are independent, mm-hmm. and that's the way to go. Yeah, but I, I mean, like I said, man, a lot of times when you're doing things, when you're an independent artist, there's so many, like, Hurdles. there's so many things budget wise that you have to place that. When you're with a label, you ain't got to worry about that. The label's mm-hmm. going to take those situations and do what they need to do. The grind is a little, is a whole lot different. Just from a lot of independent artists on a, on a lower level that mm-hmm. I've talked to, the grind is different, man. And then it's like music and the way music is just distributed and handled is different now. Like people are literally like Snoop just got Death Row back. He was like, Death Row is going to be an NFT label. You know what I'm saying? Like people, the way people are trying to restructure music and get paid off their music, the whole Bitcoin situation with Money Man getting a million dollar uh, deal with with Bitcoin, like it's hard to maneuver through some of these streets. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes when you don't have the right team around you or you don't have the right situation around you, a label is what's going to cut away the bullshit give you an advance and try to handle all the marketing and stuff like that. Does it suck? Yeah, because mm-hmm. you're getting a really horrible deal. Mm-hmm. Are you do you have to handle things the way you um do you have to handle certain some of these things? No, the label handles it. So and then if we're being honest, a lot of the label stuff, I know this is boring, but no. a lot of the label a lot of the label shenanigans that happen they, labels control playlists on Spotify Labels control a lot of placements that you get on certain TV shows. Like labels still control a lot of different things. It's not a lot of major labels out there anymore, but the labels that are out, 
they they have a hand in everything. And some of these execs that are over some of these streaming services, like my prime example is always Leo Cohen, who is head of YouTube Music. He used to work for Dev Jam. He was a, he was he was he was over Dev Jam at one point in and time. And even he realized his labels are dead. <laughs> He's over YouTube. Now. But he still works for he still I mean a lot of people he probably wouldn't say it, but he's still in a lot of these labels' pocket as far as like well, yeah, you on YouTube some of, those, some of the stuff that that's that's handled. So there's a lot of money on YouTube, especially for musicians. You know what I mean? They get the ads, they get the revenues. Those streams on YouTube now count as streams for their overall numbers. But the thing is, you got to look at guys like Nipsey or Currency. They built a following in the streets online with their websites and their music. Mm-hmm. They built a, a following. Once that following came, they started spreading the music throughout the crowd. Like Currency dropped <laughs> damn near a mixtape every week. His mm-hmm. audience still listens to it. They still buy it. They go to his merch store. They buy it from the merch. Like there's new ways to make money that you don't have to go through a major. Will it be more work? Yes. But the end payoff is always going to be better. All in the house, but that's it. Cadillac Records is a great movie because it tells you the tale of how rock and roll started and how these records started swindling people. You know, he was the first one to, you know, record black people. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not a fan of that movie. I'm not going to say hate. Hate is a strong word. I dislike that movie, though. I definitely understand where you're coming from. It has some law moments, but I, I... I have relatives that live in the country and they reminded me of those people when I was watching that movie. So it was different for me going through it. Mm. I love that super country, you know, talking swing, twang. But it's a Midwest swing. Y'all. <laughs> oh. ain't trying to do why my cutlass blue. Go ahead, y'all. <laughs> that was Nelly, wasn't it? That was the Murphy Lee. Yeah. Yeah, oh, Murphy yeah. Lee. Yeah. The good rapper out of that group. Cole, what is the rundown? The rundown is where Shogun and Cole Jackson takes news stories from the internet, mm-hmm. some serious, some not, mm-hmm. and we use our opinions to make them funny. Mm. Well, I'm going to see if you can make this funny. R. Kelly officially cuts ties with his Chicago legal team and hires Bill Cosby attorney. I heard she wants some Marvin Gaye, some Luther Vandross, because mm-hmm. I'm not touching this motherfucking story. All right. Because this nigga is going to get off. He's going to get off. He's going to get off. He already got well, off. Well, nah, well. He, he, he's already been found guilty, so it's, it's nothing he can do. They're going to get him out. If you get Cosby out on some t- technical technicality legal they got ease, a video proof they had that same video proof in the 90s and guess what happened got some luther van <laughs> a little Aaliyah. <laughs> definitely set this party on can yeah. i ask a question uh-huh. and it might be uh, fuck it why why is he still trying he like <laughs> <laughs> like what is what is like trying Trey songs, he just gonna keep going until he finally put him in the ground. Like, why is he still trying? Mm. I, I mean, mean, you should never give up. Of course, don't be a quitter. That nigga, he should give up. But he should just, he should just, just, just stay in jail, bro. Yeah, ain't just, nothing out here for you, dog. <laughs> Not no more, nigga. What you want a cookie? Ain't, ain't nothing, <laughs> man. Well, I, I'm fucking. I'm gonna say he would have fit in real good in Euphoria. I don't like where <laughs> this is going. <laughs> 
I don't feel comfortable hey, with this. Why don't they have an R. Kelly character on Euphoria? They do. It was hey. the father. No, no, no. They need they need R. A Kelly. Musician? Yeah, they need him. They need and he he need to be called like Z Kelly or something like that. And be like, hey little girl, come on over mm-hmm. here. Man. Them kids two, got enough two, problems already, bro. Beep, beep. <laughs> he be sitting out there at the McDonald's waiting on Rue. Rue don't eat food. She- she does drugs, nigga. Oh, he be he be sitting at the CVS waiting on her. Yeah, there you go. Damn. Hey, little girl, you like pills? <laughs> You're that singing guy. <laughs> Lord Jesus. He's, he he need to stop trying. Okay. He need to stop trying. So, you don't think so? No, I, I agree with you. I'm just moving right <laughs> along. So, uh, Alec Baldwin is now saying that he never pulled the trigger. He said that before they I know, started investigating. He is like, the story is changing. So, Alec Baldwin has an important ally in the Rush shooting because the district attorney may be on board of his side of the story that he never pulled the trigger that killed the lady. Santa Fe DA Mary Altwaz was uh, told Vanity Fair, Vanity Fair. Thank you, Vanity Fair, that, quote, you can pull the hammer back without pulling the trigger and without actually locking it. So you can pull it back part ways. It doesn't lock. And then if you let it go, the firing pin can be hit. The primer of the bullet, you know, can hit the. Sorry, I didn't mean to burst. Right. To be honest with you, that's how I feel about. I agree. Alec I agree. This Just is say a, you shot the motherfucker. You shot her. Nobody else had the gun. You had the gun. It went off and. Just say you shot her. I don't like this because this is already showing, it's shaping up to him getting off. I mean, yeah. He, like, he building his, he's building his case of just like, I, first of all, he ain't built for jail anyway. Second of all, like, think about how much time he had to, I mean, even if it is an accidental murder, it's still murder, dog. Like, that's time. Even if it is accidental, and I, I mean, he might get out for good behavior, but he ain't gonna last in in jail after for murder beef. I don't like the fact that we're trying to make excuses for this. Like, you shot somebody, go to court, argue your case in court, but he's trying to fight it outside of court before he goes in there to win. Like, no, mm-hmm. he's using his power and influence mm-hmm. so he doesn't have to go in there and face the judge. You did this. Nobody else had the gun in your hand, in their hands. Everybody else on set were already complaining about, you know, improper firearms handling. Mm-hmm. And now a gun goes off again and it kills somebody. Shoots two people. Bruh, nah. You don't get to argue this. You need to go to court. Yeah, man, but that's the thing. I think I, I think he knows what his position is as far as, like, how powerful he is in Hollywood. And he's doing everything he possibly can to keep. I mean, he really trying to keep the motherfucker. Like, if the DA ride with him, though, that's what I'm saying. Like, like he, he's to be honest, he good. How do you got the DA on your side? Did you know watch Thirty Rock? Nah. Okay, well, you missed out because he's hilarious. <laughs> Was he a district attorney? <laughs> no. Oh. He ran a he ran a TV company. He ran NBC. Oh, <laughs> explains a lot because they tried to lock Cosby up because he was trying to buy him. No, I'm just joking, y'all. Come on, that was a conspiracy. But yeah, a conspiracy. A conspiracy. <laughs> that's actually quite clever. I like that. I like that. Can I? 
merge this into another story <laughs> sure. real quick. This is juxtaposed to what's going on. Cosp- a conspiracy, man. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> it's not enough cause cause stuff. Conspiracy. I'm sorry. That's cool. It's cool. I shouldn't be laughing at my own jokes. That's terrible. No, it's, it's funny. This is juxtaposed to what just happened with this ex-police officer, Kim Porter. That Minnesota cop who mistook her taser for a gun, killing Dante Wright, was sentenced to two years in prison today. And there was a lot of raw emotion in the courtroom. Please rise. The ex-cop who mistook her gun for a taser and shot a young black man dead was sentenced to two years in prison. Prosecutors had asked for at least seven years. The mother of the victim, Dante Wright, expressed outrage at what she sees as a lenient sentence. This is the problem with our justice system today. White women tears trumps. Wow. Trumps. Justice. In an emotional hearing, 50-year-old Kimberly Potter choked back tears as she offered an apology to the family. I understand a mother's love, and I am sorry I broke your heart. I am so sorry that I hurt you so badly. Body cam video shows Potter pulling her gun instead of her taser as Wright wriggled free during an arrest. His mother gave a tearful victim impact statement. I'll never be able to forgive you for what you've stolen from us. She took our baby boy with a single gunshot through his heart. She shattered mine. And the mother of his two-year-old son said the child is suffering without his dad. I know if he had the chance to see his dad again, it would fill the hole in his heart that is now there. Family members complained that Potter was smiling in this mugshot after her conviction for manslaughter. This is one of the saddest cases I've had on my 20 years on the bench. The judge acknowledged that her sentence would be seen as controversial. I recognize there will be those who disagree with the sentence. Potter will serve only 16 months of that two-year sentence. The rest will be supervised release. Dante Wright's mother says despite what Potter said in court, she can never forgive her. Yeah. This is the shit that we talk about. I mean, I understand a lot of people look at it like, oh, black people just want different treatment. Nah, we just want fair and just treatment. Yeah. Reverse the roles of any of these people. It's not going to happen the same way that it happened on this one. I didn't follow this case super close. I don't think I need to. A cop mistaking her taser for a gun. That's enough right there for me. We brought this, we talked about this on the pod. No. And, and you literally was like, how do you. There's a make weight that difference. Mistake? Yeah. It's on different, like my, my tool belt at work, tools is in certain spot. I know what I got. Like if you that easily frazzled and frustrated with what you're doing, that a kid, 17-year-old, you can't command that kid, you don't need to be doing this. Fuck out of here. But, hey, man, it's a systemic problem that we always try to talk to. And I know people turn a blind eye to it because they're like, oh, black people always complaining. This is the type of shit we're saying. If that was your kid and a cop shot your kid and got only two years for murder, Technically what would happen if you months. shot that cop? Technically 16 What would months. happen if you shot that cop? Would you get two years for, for revenge? Mm, yeah, more than that. That's all I'm saying. We got to fix this shit. I just, I, I honestly, I seen when they did the verdict stuff too and I was just like, I wasn't surprised. Typical. But 
I think the thing about it is, I personally don't really look at it, and some people might think I'm crazy when I say this, but I don't really look at it as her crying and her sob story that what got her to two years. I really feel like because she was a cop, yeah. because of the situation, I think it's way more about the cop thing and her the situation she was in and how she handled it more than her crying. I, I don't really believe the whole white woman tears thing. Well, was, they're powerful was a, by themselves. I mean, but I really look at it more of the justice system more so going with the police side of things than mm-hmm. they would the victim side of yeah, things. Well. So I, I feel where the lady was coming from with the white tears and the Trump's all and the buzz like, yeah, that's powerful. Like She took my joke. But anyway. <laughs> my joke, I've been trying to figure out a way to work it in, is that judge was Asian. So they got a, a bill to protect Asians. But, uh, you know, all right. Enough said. <laughs> I just... What else can you? What can you say? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's really not a lot you can say. I mean, if the kid was an actor, maybe he'd get off like Alec Baldwin's about to. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the Wait, sh- the, that kid didn't have a DA on his side. That's the type of shit. He I'm got the whole about. DA on. Look, man, I got a. Uh, Let me. I'm gonna add one more thing too, okay. because I saw this also on social media. A lot of people were saying that Deontay shot some other kid in the head. Again, I didn't do a whole bunch of research. I don't know his history. I don't care. That had nothing to do with what was going on at mm. that moment. Like, they always quick to throw somebody's pass up in their face, but okay, what did that cop do beforehand? Do we know any, how many times has she been written And up? she's not a rookie, by the way. It's like 20 years on the force. So how do you get that, conf- like, we brought that up before, but it's like, yo, you got all this time on the force, and you don't know the difference between a gun I, and a taser? I'm just saying, like, there's a... There's a level of professionalism that we expect, and for somebody saying I mistakenly bought, got my gun, not my taser, I can't buy that excuse. Yeah, but whatever. Uh, my story, my first story is actually a clip okay. on YouTube as well. So if you hear me laughing in the background, it's because I think this is funny. <laughs> okay. And uh, if you guys don't think it's funny, then there's something wrong with you. Roll that footage. Christine, witnesses say the middle schoolers attacked that coach all because he tried to discipline them. And today, the chaotic aftermath of what happened here yesterday continues. You gotta watch it. Oh. A chase and beatdown on the Lingham Creek High School campus. <laughs> Who are they chasing? Are they chasing the coach? Let it play. Oh my God. Let it play. Discipline <laughs> them. And today, the chaotic aftermath of what happened here yesterday continues. A chase and beatdown on the Lingham Creek High School campus caught on cell phone video yesterday. Cypher ISD officials say that the Bro, they are four students from Avon Middle School. Students here at the high school say that the victim is a baseball coach who told the middle school kids that they could not ride dirt bikes on campus. Later that day, they got arrested, and their older friends uh, threatened to shoot up our school. Cypher ISD hey. officials say a threat made through social media resulted in beefed-up security and safety measures on campus today. We couldn't walk Where they at? unless we had an ID badge. They wouldn't even let us in. I have athletics for period so i don't have it on and my teacher wouldn't let me in unless i put it on students say that the coach was not at school today cypher isd officials sent a letter to parents saying that the juveniles who attacked him were taken into custody <laughs> and will be disciplined according to the code of conduct concerned parents this just shouldn't be happening not in our own backyard want swift <laughs> that just cannot happen these kids definitely need to get in a whole lot of trouble and 
I think better shut up before they beat his ass. <laughs> I have so many questions. Before you have questions, let me get these jokes off. So if you was the baseball coach, why wasn't you safe? Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> I guess he hit a home run with that kind of discipline. <laughs> Looks like those kids knocked it out of the park with that coach. <laughs> no foul balls. <laughs> I couldn't find one. No, he didn't want to bun him. He <laughs> <laughs> was a short stop to an ass whooping. Huh? The coach heard, the coach said he heard that there were kids doing donuts and stuff at the parking lot causing a ruckus with their dirt bikes. Mm-hmm. That's what made him go outside to discipline them. Quote, the coach wasn't happy with it. He asked him to politely stop doing that. The kids weren't having that, so they decided to jump him. <laughs> this <I> mean... is... <laughs> I mean, how did he talk to him? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta talk to me nice, right? I love how he tried to outrun some baseball players. <laughs> he the coach. He's supposed to be the fastest. No, the coach one. ain't never fast, bitch. You over on the sideline in the dugout, bitch. I'm running around these four diamonds. The fuck you talking about? I I chase this ball for a living. You are not gonna outrun me, nigga. I got a baseball bat. How do you feel about a baseball coach in high school getting jumped by the high school? Okay, it's not right for the kids to jump the coach, but I don't know the whole story. <laughs> I want to hear their side of it. Maybe they, it was after school. They riding around and they in the parking lot. Not on the baseball field. They not doing nothing wrong. Is it trespassing? Right. Maybe. Yeah. Well, you you come over here. Y'all got to stop. Okay, we go to another parking lot. And you still harassing me? He a baseball coach. How do we know he ain't come with a bat in his hand? Didn't you see him running? I did. He, he had hand. nothing in his hand when he, I seen he, him running. He had hopes and dreams. He was trying to get away. No dreams and nightmares. They was dream chasing. <laughs> this is ridiculous, bro. Like, how you the coach, bro? You get jumped. If you scold them, they will <laughs> And they was running him down, dog. It was, like, definitely, they, it was a dream. They ran him down. <laughs> <laughs> he got his ass whooped. Yo, that's fucked up. These kids are whooping on a grown man. Damn. First of all, there is no way. He is not the cool you, PE teacher. You go- <laughs> cool PE teacher could get away with it, yelling at these kids. I don't think. I'm sorry, bruh. Mm-mm. You, nah, bruh. You, y'all, I'm shooting them kids. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to the I'm going to the oh, trunk. We, we sure we are. Yeah, go I'm ahead. I'm going to the trunk with like that. You go ahead. <laughs> I'm gonna add that. Like get, to out. Your, get to your trunk. I'm go. I'm gonna add that How out. How many of us is it? It's four. It's it enough. was it was only four. It was enough. It's that's what What's two, four, six, eight. That's eight kneecaps mm-hmm. that go that could be taken out. No, that's <laughs> eight feet going to your face. <laughs> you got it. That was the Foot Clan, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you was not Casey Jones. <laughs> Is it bad that he got jumped for real? Yes. <laughs> but. It was, I mean, you seen high schoolers these days. Yeah, I know. They unruly. Them niggas big. I mean, but they usually respect the coach. Something's wrong here when the coach can't get the respect, right? <laughs> right? He coached baseball, that football. If he was a football usually coach. that's the same coach, though. If, nah, man. No, that's, man. That high school seems like it's got more than one coach. Oh, that high school got a lot of problems. <laughs> 
They gonna need a new coach too. <laughs> that's, that's another new problem. Yeah, they so they you can't come back to school. So after you got beat up. The school, I think they said it in the story, but if you didn't hear, the school sent him home to just to recuperate. Yeah, yeah they said I'm out of here. Fuck this. Do you do you come back? No, not that school. <laughs> And you know any other school he go to, they're going to Google this shit. They're going to find out what happened to him. That's all over TikTok. Oh, it was a TikTok challenge. <laughs> it's all over TikTok. Damn, man. bro. That's fucked Do up. You, if you a teacher, if you the coach, you fight. Oh, it wouldn't be me. You fighting back? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm going to beat your ass like your dad shooting. Your dad come up here, I'm going to whoop his ass too. It's four. And I got, I got bats. <laughs> I'm knocking somebody. He have, he have yeah, see, that's his fault. He confronting people with no weapons. Fuck out of here. It's too many. You got to have that great equalizer. Ain't that what it's called? <laughs> was that what it was on Walking Tall? Uh, it would have been that night. <laughs> I would have been Walking Tall, <laughs> quitting my job. Kids need to learn their place. I guess they put the 25 to his back like Barry Bonds. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is horrible. <laughs> you better not never go back to that school ever. Just quit, bro. Yeah. Just quit your job, man. Find something else. I hear Zaxby's is hiring. $15 an hour management. You think he ever going to try to discipline anybody? You, If you my dad and you come home, no, you, no, can't, no, you, can't, just, you can't discipline me ever can't. again. I don't respect you, dog. You can't come home. And then I call him get, Jerry. Then I got to give him the oh, speech. Oh, Jerry back home. Yeah, Jerry's here. <laughs> Then your son got to give you the speech. You, you didn't hit him back. Hmm. You got to go back out there, man. <laughs> <laughs> you can't come back home. You can't come back home. You whoop one of them. <laughs> but the worst part was it was the kids' older brothers who beat him up, right? No, it was the kids. That word, he was. I thought dis- they, Hold on. No, they said older students were saying that they was going to come shoot the school oh, up. Oh, but after the, he got but the kids, boy. the kids in school. Was the ones who whooped his ass. Damn, he ain't do his homework. He should have knew who these kids were before he came over there. I guess. I guess, some goddamn I guess he's got a pretty low batting average when it comes to <laughs> He hit nobody. He was striking out. Striking out. <laughs> I guess it was an RBI to his ass. Yeah, they was walking his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Baseball puns. Oh man, I thought oh I was gonna god. have the worst school stu- uh, story. Oh for this my week. god, they beat his ass. Yeah, dog. they did. That was the funniest chase I ever seen. <laughs> so, speaking of schools, we got a, a situation here that's probably the most terrifying situation ever. But before I talk about that, I want to ask you: mm. Do you ever eat like? Uh, like on your new diet, do you ever eat any sweets? Uh, do you have like a cheat day? Do I eat any sweets? I yeah. guess if uh, what counts as sweets for me? Yeah, I mean, I eat a pop tart here and there. Yeah, okay. Something with a little bit of icing in it. Not oh a no, whole they make unicing. They make unicing oh, okay. pop tarts. Just the filling is the good. filling is okay, okay, okay. Or 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 or. And now they get some ice cream. Okay, ice cream is always that good. counts, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's sweet and savory taste. You know, something yeah, yeah. lightweight. Um, I have no other way to put this. Like I was trying to figure out a joke, but it's no joke. There's no laughing matter. Louisiana <laughs> teacher admits to lacing 
cupcakes oh, with sperm and handing them out to her students. I seen this story. Mm-hmm. What is going on? Well, cupcakes was going on. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm rewarding my kids. These are the same kids that was whooping the coach. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm about to say. Get them before they get you, huh? Yeah. Preemptive <laughs> strikes, nigga. That's what we try to do to you, Rush. I seen what they did to the baseball coach. Yeah. Y'all ain't like, gonna get me. Ain't gonna get me. So there's this this married couple, right? Ex-teacher. She's finally she admitted that she did this. She was married to a police officer. Police officer is a disgusting motherfucker. Both of them are disgusting, but right. the police officer is more <clears throat> so disgusting. Right. She baked some cupcakes. The cupcakes had a special ingredient. Mm. It was his semen. That's terrible. Yes. Fed it to the kids. They're now getting a divorce, the wife and the, the police, ex-police officer. She's testifying against him for the nasty things that he's been doing. He's been having sex with kids, mm. got child porn, all kinds of things. I'm going to stop this video, but this is a clip talking about it. It's nasty. I got you. The Isaiah Factor. <laughs> Have you ever to, seen Isaiah? To, nope, but I need to meet him now. This dude, I like him. I'm going to feature this guy from here on out. He's, on, he's dope. He's on the phone. It's uncensored. I, I told him no. It's uncensored news. Starts right now. All I can do is shake my head on this one. We are starting the factor off tonight with that absolutely disgusting case in Louisiana. An ex-teacher has pleaded guilty to crimes against children, which included putting her husband's sperm, her husband's sperm in cupcakes that were given to children to eat in her classroom. Cynthia Perkins, you see her there, cut a deal that will have her testifying against her ex-husband, the man you see there, Dennis Perkins, a former Livingston Parish deputy sheriff in Louisiana that's close to Baton Rouge. He's also charged with dozens of sex crimes, including child porn and rape. Tonight, I speak with WBRZ TV investigative reporter Chris Nakamoto in my hometown of Baton Rouge. He don't look he's Chinese. one of the best in the business, and he's talking about this disturbing story. He's been following this since it broke back in 2019. Man, I'm sure, Chris, when you saw the details of this case, you had to shake your damn head. Well, thank you for the kind words, first of all. It was an alarming case for sure. This all started in December of 2019 when these two individuals, a deputy in Livingston Parish and his teacher wife, who was a middle school teacher, um, got caught by Adobe. They were photoshopping things. Adobe turned them into authorities in Louisiana. Which Did you know Adobe Photoshop could do that? Hell no. I didn't either. This is when we don't read the terms and services. Apparently, Adobe Photoshop will turn you over once they get a legal documentation saying that they have reason to like suspect that you've done some wrong things, <clears throat> some crime. Now, I looked into this. You can upload your images to Adobe's cloud, basically. Mm -hmm. The cloud is where they're housing all this. But this story says that Adobe turned them over, not that the police went and got a search warrant and said Adobe turned this in. I guess they're scanning everybody's images and they're like, oh, this is little kids and mm. stuff. But we got to stop that. It was Adobe's anniversary this past week. Well, 
I ain't got nothing out of it. Oh, no. First, first of all, it was an alarming case for sure. This all started in December of 2019 when these two individuals, a deputy in Livingston Parish and his teacher wife, who was a middle school teacher, um, got caught by Adobe. They were photoshopping things. Adobe turned them into authorities in Louisiana, which launched an investigation. Authorities with the attorney general's office showed up at the couple's house. They found this safe full of uh, hard drives, computers, thumb drives, things like that. And all of it was encrypted with a software called Keep My Data Safe. And so essentially they had to come in and decode everything. And when they decoded everything, they were alarmed at what they saw. They saw child porn. They saw child rape. They also saw what appeared to be uh, this deputy who was ejaculating on sweets that were then being served to his wife's class. My God, my God. So did, do we know if any of the children were actual students or relatives, or were these just videos that they collected off of the internet? So according to the court documents that we have, the kids that were served the sweets were definitely students in her class. Um, they photoshopped um, apparently the kids' photos and, and they had pictures of the children eating the sweets, the cupcakes that he had ejaculated on. In terms of the actual victims that were raped by these individuals, we're told that um, they possibly were uh, some of their close associates or people that they knew. Wow, just mind-blowing. She's a teacher, and of course, he is a former deputy, and she's a former teacher. I think they're estranged now, right? They've, they've divorced? So she divorced him, and, you know, if it gives you any indication of what their plan of attack is, they immediately filed for divorce. She actually just struck a plea deal with some of the prosecutors here. So she now has to testify against him at trial, and she has agreed to do that in exchange for what some people in this area are calling a light sentence. Um, she'll probably do about 40 years and will probably be eligible for good time, so maybe 20 years. Um, so we'll see what happens. You know, these. what's really interesting about this case is these are the people that you teach your children to trust. You teach your children to trust law enforcement. You teach them to trust your, their teacher and to think that they can do something as sick and twisted as this. I mean, it really just has this whole community in utter shock. Exactly, and you're exactly right. They're supposed to be the best of us, our educators, our law enforcement officers, and they went really, really bad, just mind-blowing. Now, what's the status in his case? Where does he stand, uh, Dennis Perkins, the former deputy? So he is scheduled to go to trial sometime this summer. I'm told that they have some evidentiary issues that they're now trying to work through. Um, we had exposed not long ago that a couple of hard drives that were seized out of that safe in their house are now missing. So the million dollar question is where are those hard drives? Did the attorney general's office misplace it? Did the sheriff's office misplace it? And so if that is the case, that raises questions about what is the chain of custody for some of these other pieces of evidence that were collected? So it's a valid question that's probably going to be brought up before trial. The attorney general's office. Upon hearing this, I was like, do you think these kids are now traumatized? Like, you think they'll ever trust a cupcake from here on out? Hell no. Exactly. <clears throat> Just like that baseball coach won't ever go back to school ever again. Yeah. Well, then I was like, okay, well, I mean, what's the worst when they eat the semen? Like, I mean, it's nasty. Like, I hope. That dude could have had a disease. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's, there's no laughing matter. Yeah, man, one. like that dude could have easily had like a disease or. Well, he, he definitely <clears throat> has a disease. He's sick in the head. He thinks kids are sexual. Well, damn, that's fucked up. Yeah, man. So I, maybe those students in your story had the right idea. Beat the teacher. Mm, I don't know, man. I don't trust him. I don't know. He was trying to. And guy was like, "Hey, you get those dirt bikes out of here." <laughs> and he was just like, "No, you, you get out of here." Mm. That was terrible. Yeah. Um, we were talking about hard times earlier. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you got to get it how you live, man. Sometimes you got to get out of here. Downtown in downtown Roswell on Canton Street, Uncle Jacks reported a uh, the theft a theft to a local police uh, to local police. Its owner. Willie Jack Deagle said a man broke into his lock freezer at the restaurant twice this week, and both times the Sticky Finger branded took boxes of exotic and imported meats. Damn. Investigators identified the alleged burglar as Warren Carney, and detectives have issued warrants for his arrest on two counts of second-degree burglary, a Roswell police spokesman said. However, Carney hasn't been arrested yet. According to investigators, the employees knew... <laughs> They knew him because he had recently been hired at the restaurant. <laughs> the latest consumer price index reported that the that the cost of meats, poultry, and seafood has increased by twelve point two percent over the past year. If that's you all. haven't noticed, yeah, that's it. For now, Deagle. <laughs> this is what this is how they wrote it. For now, Deagle has beefed up his security <laughs> by installing more cameras at his eatery and. and and has an incentive for any tipsters that might come forward with the information. Anybody can help the police get a complimentary dinner. They didn't put it. It's in the headline, but they didn't put it in here. Can get a complimentary dinner for, for two each month of the next year. How much more? How much? He stole a ton of meat. How much do you think that meat was worth? $30,000. $15,000 worth of meat. Wow. I mean, he's still employed? <laughs> That's the question I want to know. I no, I wouldn't keep him employed if he didn't stole. So he stole fifteen thousand. He ain't been arrested yet. No, nah, because he was a, he was a hired. He was a worker. Okay, so if <laughs> I, I if I, I get hired at a bank and I steal some money, would they arrest me or not? They would arrest you. Okay, I guess I think the restaurant game is a little bit different. Yeah, they should pay him more. <laughs> you can spend spend all this money on exotic meats, but you can't pay me more. I need a livable wage. You see the prices out here? I mean, I don't know. I just thought it was funny. What is exotic this? meat? Like, what kind of he meat? You got gazelle burgers or something? taking the, the Wagyu, the Wagyu beef. Mm-mm. And steaks and stuff. Then such. he should have been flipping it. Hey, man, come back around three. I mean, I think they probably labeled it exotic meat because meat's so high nowadays. <laughs> it's like, I got a real cow. <laughs> yeah. It's like, not no beyond meat. This right, is real. Like, this is a real cow. Authentic, 100% cow. Grass fed. Damn. Damn. You know how much that's going in the market? Yeah. I think it's funny because the dude stole all of this shit and they was just like, we can't really arrest him, though. Why? <laughs> Y'all know it's him, but you can't arrest him and you're going to put more cameras? What, what is that going to do? You know it's him. He just gonna open the freeze. Hey, y'all gonna do something with this? All right, I got you. <laughs> what? All right. Yeah, he's just walking out. <laughs> he did it twice. It was somebody. Week. Okay, when you work at a restaurant, you're not like as a as a worker. You're not the one who's closing it down. How is he sneaking <laughs> his meat out of there? You know he had a homeboy that was just like, all right, 
you know I shut down the kitchen tonight. It sounds like I'm over. I'm gonna open up the back door, man. You just slide in, man. But well, who ain't gotta, watching the back door? You got you got to give me some of that meat though. When they taking out the trash, they're putting <laughs> it in the trash and then throwing it in next to the dumpster. Nah, man. They said this dude went in twice that week and got the meat out the freezer. How? I'm telling you, he probably had a homeboy that he ain't snitching on. Some something ain't right. They ain't he, pressing charges. I guess because he worked there. He worked <laughs> or worked ED. Wait. <laughs> that changes the story. This might be insurance fraud. This is Atlanta, though, man. What, hey, what, you, what that mean? What you expect? Oh, okay. What you expect? Okay. Okay. That's what we said. If anybody can help. Yeah, see? I'm going back over the story one more time. See, ran, ran exotic boxes of meat. Issued a warrant for his arrest on two counts. However, Kearney hadn't been arrested. According to employees... <laughs> According to, according to employees, employees knew him because he'd, he'd recently been hired. Mm-hmm. So maybe it was a 90-day thing. <laughs> maybe he's still working on his 90 days. And they was just like, well, technically, we can't do that because you're still in your 90-day process. I mean, all right. I ain't mad at it. Get it how you live, man. Sell that shit. Flip that shit. Eat good. I ain't going to trust no dude to. You wouldn't hey. buy stolen meat? No. Man, shit, you ain't living. You ain't never had stolen meat before? I mean, you see what happened with cupcakes. No, 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 no. <laughs> I ain't trying to do that. I've definitely bought some stolen meat. I mean, you still alive, so yeah, it must have not been yeah, bad. I'm living pretty good, too. <laughs> you ain't never had stolen meat? I'm shocked by this. No, bro. I thought that I've was been a vegan the, for like six years. I so. thought that was a rite of passage. Like, everybody's Hell had no. stolen meat before. Bro, you think I'm going to trust a nigga with a freezer in his back of his truck? Yeah. Not not in the back of his truck, but in the back of his truck. Yeah, like I know. I went in there and I got that. Got all kinds of ribs and steaks <laughs> for $30. <laughs> what? I ain't trusting that. I got some chicken from like uh, Waffle House before. The chicken, like the chicken patties out of Waffle House. Good. Something about you the trusted seasoning. that? I showed it. I like, did it you get that at the back of Waffle House? It was in the trunk of somebody's car. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> she was good, too. See, I can't believe you never had stolen meat. Bruh, I literally just told you. You I ever don't stole have... meat out of a store? Nah. Okay. That's exciting, though, isn't it? You... I don't do it no more, but I have. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they putting the locks and the tabs on the shit now. It's He's like, like I got to get these steaks. Yeah, they got to take out all the fun. I was in, like, 19. <laughs> <laughs> got to get these steaks to live. <laughs> you go to the self-checkout, ain't nobody checking. They do check. They say they. Do. I don't like going to self checkout. I was at the self. Shit. I was in the line, like the express line is next to the self checkout. Mm-hmm. Well, the Target is a little bit different because they have people watching over their self checkout. They was like, "Hey, yeah." So you can they, still do it in Target. You know, master the art, huh? Shit. The self checkout. If I have to be the worker, I'm scanning my food and bagging my food. I need a discount. Mm. I'm sorry, it just had to be a five finger discount, but I get a discount, right? <laughs> it's like y'all don't need this. Y'all don't need that. Yeah, what's the what's the yeah. what's the statute of limitations? What five hundred dollars? We straight? And that's out in California. <laughs> what where was that in? What state was that? Atlanta. That was in Atlanta, in Georgia. Okay. Well, this is in Alabama. I mean, is it surprising that some nigga is stealing meat in Atlanta? Not really. <laughs> exactly. Not really. It's a lot of niggas stealing meat yeah, in Atlanta. They, they be having whole families stealing meat all the time. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> This is from Alabama Buzz. It's a story in Alabama. And this is a new segment that I want to start. Why is this news? 
Why is this news? That's the name of the segment. Yeah. Why is this news? Lady E. Lady E's. She owns this. Chick in calf. Chick C H I C K. Apostrophe in calf. Chicken calf is a brand new restaurant opened up in downtown Birmingham this spring. That's vegan then. Yeah, yeah we need some new chicken spots. No, nah, if it's if it's spelled like that, typically when it's spelled that way, sorry, it's some mm-hmm. vegan stuff. No, but it's fine. It's Go ahead. Typically, it, that means it's vegan. It's not real chicken. Mm, close, but not close enough. Vegan. Oh. What is vegan for the people who don't know? What do you mean? It's food that doesn't have meat products, right? Right. No meat at all. Meatless. Okay. Unlike the dude from Atlanta. He has several meats. $15,000 worth. Ladies E, Chicken Calf is a brand new restaurant opening in downtown Birmingham this spring. All right. Which What makes this opening so special, you may ask? What makes this opening so special, Shogun? It marks the first restaurant in the state owned and operated by a trans black woman. No meat. Check out everything. Check out everything we know about meat, this. It might not be. Who knows? Oh, post. I don't know. They didn't, they didn't go that far. They, they never do in Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're talking about not success, but you're talking about the search and seizure of somebody of a different persuasion. There may be a plethora of chicken joints dotting the map of Alabama, but what makes this new opening so unique is the owner. Lauren England is a previous hairstylist turned into a reality TV star decided to follow the long-term dream of hers and finally open a local wing spot. There you go. This will be the first restaurant open in Alabama owned and operated by a transgender black woman, according to... Oh, she black? Yeah. Well, chicken. Damn. <laughs> There's a picture of it. Okay. I'll I put it up on here. Live your life, queen. Live your life. Chicken. Um, my question <laughs> this is: nigga said, Why is this news? <laughs> why is this news? That's all I want to know. Like, why, why is it news? Probably because this is probably gonna be some spicy chicken up in there. Well, some spicy chicken. <laughs> <laughs> you know, bro. You know, Alabama ain't used to having this. That oh, much Alabama's <laughs> definitely not used to this. They ain't used to that much spice. I think Alabama's <laughs> like, yo, man, we finally getting progressive. <laughs> we got a trans black. Chicken joint. Right. <laughs> Plenty of meat in there. You going? Where is it in Birmingham? Yeah, downtown Birmingham. Yeah, all right, I'll support you, Queen. Yeah. Well, no, I can't. I'm a vegan. Well, I mean, they might have something. It's trendy. <laughs> I'm guessing. I'm guessing. I don't know. It's trendy. I mean, I'm not saying. So you tra- you- say the trendy spots always got vegan options? They have to. It's no, that's a damn lie. Vegan people are always the trendy people. No. You got a headband on with your dreads hanging out. What that's supposed to mean? It's trendy. You're dressing trendy. Your pants are rolled up. Right. That's trendy. Yeah, but that don't mean the restaurants here, they don't give a fuck about vegans in here in Birmingham. Oh, they don't? Hell no. Nah. Oh, my bad. It's, well, we plenty, now- it's plenty of meat in that chicken joint. I can tell you that yeah. right now. You might not see it, but it's there. It's there. <laughs> We're I, going to hell. I'm not going there. I am. Not willingly. If I got to fight my way into heaven through Martin Luther King, there you go. I'm winning. I'll get in. I don't know if Martin would fight. He will. He ain't going to have no representative. Mm-hmm. He already up there now. Should have been doing that with Jesse Jackson. They said close to the last days of his life, he was stockpiling weapons. So 
Who knows? See? He was thinking about it. See? <laughs> I think you know why this is news. Yeah, I know why it's news. Because it's, it's a trans Reality person. star? What? I ain't Reality never heard of this person. On. I don't know. I don't know nothing about this situation. I just saw it he pop said, up on my my thing, and I was like, why are they showing me this? Oh, here we go. Before Lauren England set out to be a restaurant owner, she became known on her time on the TV show Chasing Atlanta and Chasing L.A. The 27-year-old <laughs> musician slash actor slash producer and home chef had always <laughs> dreamed to open a wing spot. Lady E, chicken and chap, chicken calf opening in downtown Birmingham on March the 26th at 11 a.m. The location has yet to be disclosed. Do they serve breakfast? No, but you can get a sausage if you want. The location has yet to be disclosed, but if you can follow them on Instagram, you keep up keep up with the latest news. Oh my god, man, it's about to get. It's time. Like <laughs> they need um, grand opening, girl closing, huh? Yeah, they shouldn't be posting pictures like that. I'm not sure what that is. <laughs> I don't think they sure of it either. Well, there's a lot of things they're unsure about. <laughs> well, hopefully, that, that was going too Hopefully, far. it won't be a meat theft in that place. No, it was <laughs> <laughs> like, Hopefully, we kick that Kearney guy out of there. Say, they give you the extra links for free. <laughs> you want some sashi, baby? No, nah, I'm good. I just want some bacon. But it's a chicken joint. <laughs> you get sausage Wings on the side. and things, huh? You get sausage on the side. They do have pancakes though. It's pancakes. Oh, so it's open? No, nah, not not yet. Well, how does the pictures of the food? They, and they said in the article to follow them on Instagram. It's a commercial. You can't have pictures of food that ain't there. She cooks in the house. That Duh. ain't no house. That's a whole restaurant. Out I don't here know where the streets. restaurant's gonna be. And the article didn't do a good job explaining that either. Just follow her on Instagram yes, so you can see what you and could be progressive. Be getting. We're supporting the trans black queen. But I don't know what food is gonna be up in there. Cause that those pictures you showing me, that ain't what's gonna be in there. Maybe it is. Gotta show this up. This nigga said pancakes. <laughs> what you gonna hey, have? Chicken and pancakes? You gotta use whatever you gotta use to get to you know support out here in these streets. I yeah, feel chicken you. Chicken and waffles, they got that. Maybe not here, but they do sell it. Well. Why is this news? I think you know why it's news. It's Alabama See, and it's that sausage not. right there. Oh, this is in their kitchen. See? <laughs> hey man. I'm supporting it by giving it shine right here on the Government Name Podcast. There you go. Progressive. You got any other ones? I'm done. Uh let me go through my list. I think I had like some small tips. I heard them say. Nothing they ever promised them. Okay. <laughs> I was I knew it was a setup. I'm just I've been listening to Kanye. Um oh. Brian Flores, he got a he got a job. I seen that with the Steelers, who is the man with the only the team with the only black coach in the league. Yeah, he's an assistant black coach, right? It's like go. we'll we'll let him in here. He can come. He can come in here. So the Daniel Ratcliffe, the guy who plays Harry Potter, he's gonna be starring in a weird Weird Al Yankovic movie. Yeah, he's supposed to do his biopic. Yeah, that's actually. Kind of interesting. Yeah, I kind of want to see that. I'm curious about that. Tennessee's got this new bill that they're doing. A proposed bill in Tennessee would allow gun owners to act as law enforcement. Oh, and I'm just like, nope. I'm glad I went to Tennessee when I did because uh, this is probably <laughs> killing Birth, it. Birthplace of the Klan. 
<laughs> so it doesn't turn just normal everyday citizens into the police, but they once they go through this rigorous training, they get deputized for the most part. I'm not sure if this is gonna work out the way See? that they wanted to work out. See, and you trying to get me go to Memphis like, Music game. Well, that's, that's before the bill passed. <laughs> I mean, but maybe she knew something that I didn't know, brother. Oh, maybe so. She knew how get to me have, caught up. She did brother. know something that you didn't know. And that's how to have a good time. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're so, right. I deal with the Tennessee deputies when I get up there. So for the people who want to be cops but haven't gone through the process to actually be cops, why would you want to deputize these non-cops as cops? It's work short. Like, wouldn't it? <laughs> you're going to get the wrong type of people. Like, I, I can be a cop. I have the power of a police officer, right. but I'm not a cop. Like, I don't think the male Karens in Tennessee are going to end up the way that they want them to. How is this any different from McDonald's? <laughs> put all that shit in the marquee with beautiful pictures, and then it's just not what you get served. Right. You hire motherfuckers to get your order wrong. And that's exactly what Tennessee is about to do right. now. That's, that's that's a whole deeper, darker conversation. <laughs> Fast food restaurants have gotten worse. I don't know how this has happened, but they have gotten worse. Work shortage. It ain't the work shortage. It's these people don't care. They mad at me for showing up. I'm like, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I wanted to say. I, I don't know if this bill is going to work out for Tennessee. Them black, them, uh, them, those deputized guys up there are going to do a bang, bang up ch- this is it says a BH. Well, I don't care about that. A quote: A person who has been issued an enhanced handgun carry per- permit as a member of law enforcement under certain Christi- uh, criteria circumstances. The bill allows a permit holder to carry a gun where police can carry one. Mm. The state senate <laughs> senator Joey Halsey introduced this bill. And the legislation does not make the gun holder a police officer. Currently in Tennessee, any adult applies for any adult can apply for an enhanced gun permit, which allows them to open carry and conceal carry. The applicant must also pay a hundred dollar fee to go through the eight hour handgun safety course. However, several groups can get exemption from the training, including registered armed guards, Military members and veterans. Man. Tennessee State nah. Lodge for Nah. You out of it? You checking out? Nah, man. Yeah. I, I ain't checking out. I'm staying away. Yeah. There's a difference. Yeah. This is I, I'm not sure if this bill is gonna have the intended results. Like, are they saying that they need more police officers or they want more people with guns on the street? I think it looks a little bit of both. With more powers and say, Hey, stop. I seen you run that red light. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what? If you think staying your ground was bad. This is me standing on your ground. I can do whatever I want. I'm a police officer. I've been deputized for the most part. Nah, that's yeah. Tennessee. Y'all can have Tennessee, bro. I'm not doing I'm not going there. You know, once one Southern state does something like that, the rest of them. They're not going to do it here, though. That's what they said about the heartbeat bill. This will be probably more in Texas, go towards Texas than it would here. They already ain't. They they ain't even got to have no. uh, They can just carry guns out there in Texas. Well, with all these Californians moving to Texas, I can imagine that happening. So we'll see. Trade the truth out there. He'll stop doing a lot of that shit. Yeah. (laughs) He was on Breakfast Club. I ain't even good to watch the interview. I'm gonna watch it though. Yup. So the next one, next one of these we do will be the big old three hundred. We're trying to do a live stream episode. Should we do it on Sunday or Monday? Sunday. Okay. We'll just do it the day we record. Do it live. So 
we'll put feelers, things out there to let you guys know. Three, zero, zero. Bring your bank account. This is the remix edition to the song about, nah. Nah, I ain't gonna sing that. I can't sing that song. Yeah, we. I ain't tussling. I ain't got him in my Serato. (laughs) Or in my stem player. (laughs) Since that's the new music player. Oh, you, uh. Damn, I forgot the name of that damn streaming service. Just that fast. Google Play? Uh Uh-uh. Oh, you still rocking Pandora? Nah. (laughs) The hell is Pandora? I thought that was a a necklace store. Isn't that it? Pandora used to be the shit, bro. It used to be. Not no more. Mm. Spotify is free. But Joe Rogan's getting paid $200 million from you. You should not be supporting them. All right, y'all. Episode 300 next week. She is kind of fucking with my money, but I meant everything I said. <laughs> and I'll say it again. BYK Radio.